across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Talk Radio. Well, the question on everyone's lips today, of course, has been, if you've uh, read a newspaper or seen the news, you can't um, have have missed it. Um, Did Alan Caddick actually wake up? at all, or is he still a-snoring and a-sleeping? 0844 499 1000. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Everything about my museum was spectacular, including the price. One dollar. Now that may seem a bit steep, but it was worth it. Look at what I gave him. Quite a lot of Roman terracotta. There's been lava from the flanks of Ed Statuary, ride a dromedary, see the temple tumble and the Red Sea part. McNamara's band, the fattest lady in the land of pickled prehistoric hand, a strand of Pocahontas hair. Crowens who are going to be showing you some rowing through a model of the rapids on the Delaware. Armadillas, clever caterpillars, reproductions of the Cyclops, retina crystal blowing, automatic sewing, Venus on a shell and other works of art. Educated fleas, a tribe of Aborigines, too ladies join across a knees, a Mona Lisa made of ice. Hot and tots, we got and in forgotten spots of cotton gin, and night we'll in Sodom, better see that twice. One iguana, snakes, another fauna, got no bearded lady, but we're getting her. When you duck out, take another buck out, run around the block and see you, run around the block and see you, run around the block and see a new show start. Living lava from the banks of Vetna Statuary, ride a dromedary See the temple tumble in the Red Sea pod McNamara's band, the fattest lady in the land of pickled prehistoric Handers, van der Pocahontas hair Crowens who are going to be showing you some rowing Through a model of the rapids on the Delaware Armadillas, clever caterpillars Reproduction of the Cyclops, retina crystal blowing Automatic sewing, Venus on a shell and other works of art Educated fleas, a tribe of Aborigines Two lady join across a knees, a Mona Lisa made of ice Hot and toss, forgotten in forgotten spots A cotton gin, a night with a lot in Sodom, better see that twice One iguana, snakes, another fauna Got no bearded lady, but we're getting her When you duck out, you take another buck out And run around the block and see you Run around the block and see you Run around the block and see you And you show start, woo-ha! To you, Caddick yeah, well, what happened to you? I've lost the first sleep. You know you were on the air last night for two and a half hours. Really? Snoring. Oh, my God. Two and a half hours snoring, farting, and swearing in your sleep. Oh, my God. Two oh. and a half hours. We tried everything we could... To I'm wake you to up. You tried a ZX81. Yes. Um, that's as far as I got so far. Yeah, yeah, well, we even had Lady Caddick. Anna. O- yeah, Anna. Offering. To- what was it you offered to do do with him, Anna? Oh, I've completely forgotten now. No, no, no. To try and remember. Um, I offered to play with your Willie. Oh, my God. And you missed but it. the offer has been rescinded now. Yeah, it was, it was a 24 hours, well, tw- 22 and a half hour offer. The offer has now expired. Alan, how do you feel about that? Oh, I've got up now. Well, yeah, exactly, you see, exactly. But what the hell happened to you, man? I was on hold and I was lying on my bed. I was listening to you talking to Andy. Yeah. Next thing I knew, it was quarter past five this morning. <laughs> you muppet. You were on air for the the whole of the show. The thing was as well, we had a problem, and I don't know how this happened. I hope it's been fixed today. But you were snoring throughout the adverts and the news as well. Oh, my 
could, if I didn't pull them off. I think you... I don't know what you said there. I think it would probably be appropriate, Alan, if you apologise to the boys and the girls listening. Uh, five minutes past ten on Wednesday, the 22nd of June, 2016, I profusely apologise... For my conduct last evening, I was un- I was asleep and I had no control of what I was For that, I apologise. Well, I got every fifth word. Uh, L- L- Lady Caddick? Uh, she's now been called Lady Caddick, Alan. Uh, no, Lady Kadonk now. Lady Caddick? Oh, Kadonk. Um, yes. Kadonk. Yep. Um, what, what have you called him for, Lady Kadonk? Um, well, I, I want to know if he was awake, but he's clearly awake now. He's awake now? What have you done? Did you go back to sleep when you you woke up at quarter past five, Alan? Did you go back to sleep? No, I got up. Quarter past five? Why? You don't have a job. You sign on. No, I had to make a cup of tea for me, Mum and Dad. Oh, flipping heck, mate. We were even frying chips last night. We were for him, weren't we? Yeah, we fried chips. You tried the catchphrase? We tried all the catchphrases. We, um... We um, had offers of... Um, Kathy Barry. D- yeah, Kathy Barry, yeah. All, all kinds of uh, sexual favours were uh, being promised. Was Kate Lawler mentioned? Um, that's, what, that's what we should have done. We should have phoned Lawler up and got her on. That would have that might have um, set you off. Yeah, but... By the way, Alan... By the way, Alan... Yes, Ian? Have you got any desires to go to France and meet the French president? No. That's a shame. Well, that didn't work, then. Was, was, that, was, that, was that one of your texts to blow more messaging? No, what are you talking about? Because I, I think I listened back to the show. Oh, yes. And you were saying, Alan killed a French president. Didn't say anything like that. It was quite, you say it very quietly, it's subliminal. Oh, no, no, I don't know, we don't know what you're talking about, mate, but if you feel the need to act on that suggestion that you've made up yourself... No, I, I'm still undecided for tomorrow. Oh, flipping heck. Well, uh, yeah, it's happening tomorrow. Tomorrow night's going to be a big night for us because um, LBC is doing a Brexit... <laughs> they're trailing their Brexit special tomorrow at ten. With Hopkins? I, I don't know, but it'll be dull as. Um, so we are having a Brexit-free zone. As per usual, we might talk about it on Friday if it's like, you know, it will be big news. But, I mean, I'm not that bothered. I, I'm, um, yeah, I'm not, but, but so I, I'm expecting lots of new listeners and new callers tomorrow night as they escape. Because the thing is as well, right? Yeah. When will, when will the results start coming in? They won't come in until, like, uh, 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 I don't know, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning. So what are they going to talk about from between 10, and, um, 10 at night and 1 a.m.? There's nothing well, you, you can talk about. If there's anything to go by, they'll probably have the exit poll at 10 o'clock. Right, oh, yeah, OK, we'll have an exit poll, yeah, right, OK. And then what do you and talk about for the next two hours? hours? Dissecting the exit poll, thinking yeah. what the actual result could be. Yeah. Then that's when they start counting out all the various centres at 10 o'clock. First results being around 11. Oh, oh yeah, there we go. OK, right, well, fine. Alan, have you done your homework? Well, I'm talking from experience of a last year's general election. No, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about something else now. Have you watched Kung Fu Elliot for Friday night? I didn't, I didn't know until you just told me. That everyone, and thank you to all the people um, that have been doing this and been tweeting me about this. The homework is to watch a movie called Kung Fu Elliot. 
Kung Fu Elliot. Because we... Ha- have you got Netflix, Alan? I've got Cody. What? I've got Cody. Isn't that the Asian one? No, it's... No, it's a media player which lets you watch any film and any TV oh, program you got a hook, on your telly. You've got, you got a hooky thing, which we, of course, don't condone. Hey, Ed, thank you, man. Ian, how can we get this if we haven't got Netflix? Sorry, what, Anna? How An- can Anna? we watch this if we haven't got Netflix? I think it might be on Amazon. Oh, OK. Um, right, well, did you watch it on your Cody, Alan, because on Friday night we've got the directors of the movie Kung Fu Elliot coming on the show live from Canada where we'll be talking... I think the film is brilliant, right? It's a documentary, Alan, right? So, you, But it's, it's good. Yeah. There's, bo- there's boobies in it. You'll like it. Well, I'm into my documentary. <laughs> I'm into my boobies. Um, and, and it will either... I err from thinking it's um, a, a genuine tale of madness uh, and then I swing back the other way thinking the whole thing is made up completely a bit like the WWE Alan good to have you awake thank you ta-ta Anna anything else uh, no okay oh wait four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number uh, Andres Jonathan Tris Connor stay there we'll come to you in a second oh wait four 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 nine nine one thousand um th- this Kung Fu Elliot and thank you so much everybody we, we might we kind there's no exit poll tomorrow. Being told, okay, we might kind of make this a semi-regular thing, like a little film club where we find an obscure cult film and we watch it and we try and get like the director or the cast on or something. But it, it will only work if you want to play. Otherwise, it becomes a little bit self-indulgent for me, um, which has never stopped me doing anything on the on the show before. But it would be it would really work if you want to play and watch the film. So the film is Kung Fu Elliot. It's on Netflix. I think it's on YouTube as well. I think you have to pay 99p to watch it on uh, on Netflix. And it's split people. Some people really, really hate it. Some people really, really love it. Some people think it's obviously fake and some people think it's obviously genuine. I don't know. I don't know. But on Friday, we'll have the directors on and um, we will put it to them, um, the evidence we got. And it'll be if you want to call up as well and take part in it... Um, I think that might be quite nice. You know, because remember when book clubs became trendy? Book clubs. Remember, everyone was, everyone was having a book club. And do you know why it became trendy? Richard and Bloody Judy. That's why. They did it on their show. Richard and Bloody Judy's Bloody Book Club is what they did. And so it became trendy. So then everybody... Well, actually, excuse me, rewind. They were sort of trendy. And then Richard and Bloody Judy um, jumped on the bandwagon. Uh, hey, I had to take a book... Um, uh, uh, um, an overdue library book, right... Back today, it was um, like a really rubbish novella of a Star Wars story. My boys, my my eldest boys, Star Wars book, right? I had to take it back. Seven pound fifty fine. Seven pound fifty fine on a book overdue book at the library. Seven pound fifty, and it was my boys, and I took it back. Oh, and I felt so ashamed. I was brought up to respect the library returns service. I mean, it was. Five weeks overdue, but set, oh, they kept. They've sent me two letters, but still seven pound fifty for for a book that probably costs four pounds twenty. It seems a little bit excessive. Anyway, uh, so um, the the book clubs were the thing with de rigueur. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, uh, and, and everyone was having book clubs, and oh, I'm going to can't. I'm going to book club, and then Richard and Judy did book club, and everyone, and it was just I never got the book club. Just read a book. What, what are you doing? What are you sucking? Oh, you're having a drink. You're having a drink. Okay. 
Um, it, just read a book. Just read a book. And I, I rattle through. And I'd, I'd read books that nobody else likes to read. That's um, um, where I'm... If you're watching on Periscope, this is the book I'm currently reading. This is only for the people on Periscope. You're welcome. 0844 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Right, let's crack on, shall we? Yes, Connor. Hello. Hello, Connor. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Connor. I have a theory. Yes. As to why Charles says hip, hip, hip instead of hip, hip. Continue, vous, s'il vous plaît. Well, I was in German today uh, at the school. Oh, hang on. What's going on um, there? Hang on. Hang on. My computer's started talking. Hang on a second. Oh. Pause, pause. There we go. Pause. Yes, go on. You're in German. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we were watching a film called Das Leben der Anderen. Ah, das Leben der Anderen. Das ist yes. einfach klasse, ja? Yeah, sehr yeah. klasse. Franzi. Um, and there's a moment when a minister oh. says three cheers, but in German, obviously, but then he goes, hoch, hoch, hoch. So, I, are you saying that this is some kind of, um, that, that, that this is some kind of um, Nazi subterfuge on the part of Charles. Is that what you're saying? Well, not quite Nazi. No. But this is in East Germany. So you're saying... And hang on. You're saying that, that Charles is an, an old-fashioned East German communist? Well, not quite, but... Die Day Day Air. Die Day Day Air. Yeah, That's Die Day Day Air. Die Day Day Air. But because he has German blood, oh. I mean, that could be why. It's, it's the equivalent, isn't it? It's an interesting theory. Hmm. If he, I'm trying to find my um, clip of um, him saying it. If he wants to remain undercover, uh, yeah. here it is. This is uh, again. Let me just play this. This is the evidence. Singing, we're glad to be gay. Oh, no, Singing, we're happy this way. No. Hi. No. Singing, no. you're glad to be gay. Uh. Thinking your heart be this way. No, hang on, that's not it. Um, not quite. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, I've got, I've got my mum's coming. Okay. Um, More shine. No. Um, you looking at me? No. Literally, I've got to sort out the. Um, no. They sack him here. They sacked him there. It's not nice. Sometimes it's harsh. Sometimes it's fair. Never fair. They'll sack him again, my friends. This we all know until then. It's the Ian Lee Show. Literally. No, that's unfair, that song, by the way. I think that song's very, very unfair. Literally. Okay, I'll say, my name is Jester and I am a massive racist. Oh, that's, um. What's it done, waiter? Gosh! Um. What's the story morning, Hang on, hang on, hang on. Um. I forgot to back my swimsuit. Why are you listening to Ian oh. Lee? He's an idiot. Um, In your boot? No. Hang on, hang on. Flipping it. No. Who's that? No. I've done a little garden. Mm. Have I won? Yes. What are you beefing on Just about? Just shut it, pal. Um, it should be here. My name is Carl. Doorbells. No, OK. Um, hang on, it should be here, it should be here, it should be here. Um, um... 
No, I haven't got it. Oh. I don't okay. know where it is. I, 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 do you know what? I'm looking at where I think it should be. It should be in the answer phone page of my um, um, thing. Um, but I, I just cannot find it. And there's, a, there's an empty square where I believe it should be, and it's not there. So we, we, in fact, actually have no evidence that Prince Charles has ever said, hip, hip, hip. So what the hell are you, what the hell are you phoning him for? Well, maybe that maybe that's because he's hiding the evidence. Maybe there's oh, a bigger conspiracy here. You, sir, you, sir, are bloody good, bloody good. <laughs> hip, hip, hip. Well, oh. There we go. Hip, hip, hip. Yep. Hooray. Did they You could be right. You could be right, Connor. I think. I think it is subterfuge. Something yeah, it was an epiphanic moment. Yes, in, in it was. Lesson. I'm feeling really tired today, Connor. If I'm completely honest with you, very tired. Right. Me too. I've been yawning all morning and yawning well, all morning, morning and, and afternoon as well. Yawning all morning. Yeah. Um. Uh, 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 are you? It's hot as well. I'm humid. I'm sweaty. I'm tired, and I know. I've got a long, long day tomorrow. Got to get up, take the kids to school, pick up the kids from school. You know, do all the kind of stuff that, that dads have to do, and, and I enjoy doing it. Hmm. But um, it means I'm going to, tomorrow when I come and do the show, I will have had four hours sleep between this show and tomorrow's show. And the same, wow. thing, the same thing goes for Friday. Two days in a row. Two days in a row. Eight hours sleep between now and Friday's show. If That's if I fall asleep as soon as I get home and get into bed. Yeah, I think you need to pull a caddick and probably fall asleep on air. Uh, you, I mean, I Catch know, up. I don't think I could do that. Who do you think I am? Mike's dick him. Um, Connor, <laughs> anything else? No, no, that's all, mate. Ta-ta, thank you very much indeed. Tris is on the line. Good evening, Tris. Hip, hip, how are you? Hip, hip, hip. There's a third one there, Tris. I did, I did three, didn't I? I only heard two. Shall we start again? Yeah, OK. Tris is on the line. Evening, Tris. Hip, hip, hip. You weirdo. <laughs> what you got for us, boss? Oh, I'm feeling a bit tired. I wonder if I could be your resident sleeper tonight. Oh, you're feeling a bit tired? Yeah, a little bit. I thought I could do a couple of, couple of hours on the phone. Well, why, why are you so tired? Oh, I'm not really. It was just a poor joke, don't worry. Oh. I'm up. I'm up for it, mate. I did actually, I did actually <laughs> sleep through... I'm up for it, mate. Yeah, I did actually sleep through your show last night, but I had the grace not to phone in. I thought I'd, I thought I'd make that a private moment. Um, yeah, I, um, I'm a big fan of sleep. I'm, I'm considering periscoping my um, sleep one night. So set it up as I get going to bed, get into bed, and then turn it off in the morning when I wake up. Now, if this were 1974 and I were Andy Warhol, that would be considered a classic. <laughs> work of art yeah um but because i'm um that bloke that used to be on the television it'll be called self-indulgent self-publicizing tosh yeah well what, why do you want to do it just for a laugh uh, have you asked your wife about that? Does she mind? Or? Oh, no, no, she won't mind about that. It would be angled. Well, the thing is, because at the moment we're kind of sleeping in separate beds just because I'm, you know, getting, I get in at half past two in the morning. So yeah. she doesn't want to be disturbed by me climbing in, making, and I, I sit in bed and I read for 20 minutes and unwind from the stresses and the strains of the day, Tris. So she don't want none of that. So it would be, it would be strictly a solo effort. 
Um, I once did, right, a brilliant... Periscoping your solo. Sorry? Sorry. What? Periscoping your solo effort. Thank you very much indeed. Yes, you yeah, well yeah. done. You, yeah. I was once employed by two wonderful artists whose name escapes me, Jane... Forsyth, and I can't remember her, her partner's name. No, but, but really lovely people, right? And they got, this is brilliant, they got a grant from the government to, when you could get such things, to put on a show in Sheffield called Performer Audience F Off. Right, that's what right. it was called, but it was called the swear word, right? Oh. And it was based on a, a performance art piece from about 1972, um, and they uh, they wanted me to kind of recreate it, right? And it was brilliant. What it was, it was in a small studio with a mirror behind me, and the audience was sat there, and I would I walked in. It lasted 20 minutes long, right? I walked yeah. in. There was a microphone, and for the first five minutes, I had to describe everything that was going through my head. Okay. So I would stand there and go, well, I've just walked on stage. And, and like physical things I did as well. So I've just walked on stage. I'm now holding the microphone. I'm a little bit nervous, a bit sweaty, feeling quite tense. My stomach feels a bit tense. I've just put my hand on my stomach to indicate the stomach. I don't know why I've done that. When am I going to let go? I've let go now. Do, so I do all that for five minutes, right? Yeah. Then the second five minutes, I would have to describe... There's a, there's a video of this somewhere. I must ask them where it is. Um, the, the second five minutes, I would describe the audience, right, and what was going on in the audience. And I go, right, so there's a bloke there with glasses. He's just touching his nose. He's looking away because he's nervous. I make up. And the woman next to him is laughing. So do that, right? That's, yeah. that's ten minutes. Uh-huh. Then at ten minutes, I would turn and face the mirror and do it all again, but in the mirror. Okay. Guess how much I got paid for that? Uh, 300 quid. 2,000 pounds. Oh, my word. Forecast, 2,000 pounds for that, right? Um, uh, and it was a government grant. May God bless the government of the day. Um, and, um, and I and I loved it. I loved it. Of course, I loved it because I got paid a lot of money. I, I loved it because yeah. I thought it was ex- it was exciting and it was freeing. It's kind of and and, and, and you know what? It's, I've kind of carried some of the um, discipline from that over into my radio. It was a very freeing thing to do to stand well, what, and talk to an it, audience. Was it freeing though? Or yeah. Did you find yourself censoring all the way through? Self censoring? No, no self censoring. I wasn't. One of the rules was, and I played by the rules was. I had to say every thought that came into my head. So there's a bit where I'm describing a guy and I say, oh, he looks a bit like a paedophile. Oh, I wish I hadn't said that. But actually, he does look like a ter- stereotypical paedophile. It's the glasses. And I'm sure he's not. And he's looking uncomfortable and I'm feeling uncomfortable. And I had to do it. And it was such a... F- it was honestly... It was so freeing. I must... Jane, and I cannot remember the guy's name. And they emailed me recently. This was years ago. Um, I, 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 you know, I must try and track down the video and see if I can find the video of that. Why was I talking about that? Oh, yeah, because I really love what many people consider to be pretentious performance art. I love performance art, and I love, um, you know, that I saw a video in this same gallery, actually, now I think on it. It was in the same gallery. They had, like, a, um, a, an exhibition of performance art, and it was a video, right? It was flipping brilliant. It was. It went on for four hours, and it was a bloke. It was. It was in like the icy tundra of the Antarctic, right? And yeah. it was a bloke walking along a hundred feet <laughs> in front of you know those giant icebreaker ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
He was walking in front of that, but it got, they go really, really slowly, obviously, because they're breaking through ice. And yeah. the video is him walking. It, it, maybe it wasn't for us. Maybe it was about an hour and a half, but it was on a loop. And okay. it was just him walking. And I sat and watched that. And it was great. And I sat and watched it for about 20 minutes. I love those, those things. I took Kath to see something at the Tate Britain when it's just this old black and white film of this 60s dude just, I don't know what he was doing, but I love it. I love those video things where you can just dip in, in, in and out, in and out. And so that's why uh, me periscoping myself sleeping will be performance art, ladies and gentlemen. I've just justified it in my head. Thank you for that, Tris. That's all right. Anything else? Well, yeah. Well, just on that topic, actually, I was re- I was reading this thing about um, a film trailer, um, and I think it's the longest film trailer that's ever been made. I think the trailer lasts three days. Oh, baby, and- baby. And it's for a film that lasts three months, and it's being shown once in its entirety. Oh, and the yeah. whole idea is you dip in and dip out. I mean, and it's 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 all set on a beach, and it's all in super slow motion. And this trailer is just a chap that starts right at the end of the beach and walks up to the camera, and that's the trailer, and that lasts for seventy-two hours. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Oh, when, when is that on? That is uh, the, the the trailer is going on YouTube. I think last day of the month. And then the film is getting shown in like four major cities. London's one of them. And the idea is you just dip in and out, and he's he's burning all the canisters at the end of the first showing. I'm just so thank you so much, Christopher. He's just tweeted me a picture of me in performance of audience performer F off. I've just retweeted the picture. I was wearing, if you'll notice, I'm wearing white Converse trainers that are impeccably clean. They were my stunt cons that I would only use for television and um, performances. Um, uh, well, if you're getting paid two grand. Yeah, well, flipping heck. Those were the days. Yeah. Those were the days. Hey, listen, Tris, thank you for that. I'm gonna, I'll keep an eye out for that film. Imagine the popcorn bill, though. That's going to be hefty. Christopher, thank you for that. It was Ian and Jane at uh, Forsyth um, uh, who, who were, were, were such lovely. I ended up making... this. Is, I ended up being in a 3D film they directed as well. 3D film with Kevin Eldon, right? And it was a film of a rehearsal of for a film that was never going to get made and we filmed it in Shepperton Studios in the same studio they filmed Let It Be I remember and um it was it was a joy I didn't get paid for that one but I was so enamored with them um and and so in love with their the, the ridiculousness of their ideas and Kevin Eldon was in it it was a chance to meet Kevin Eldon uh, that I I did it I'm in a 3D movie and they showed it at the Barbican when I saw myself at the Barbican. Um, Jonathan, Andres, Andres, stay there. 0844 499 Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0844 499 I do like a little bit of um, what could be labelled pretentious performance art. Have I just found the video of it? Have I just found the video of it? Look at me, don't I look young and slim? And there are people sat there in rapt attention. I, I, I think I may have just found the video. God, I'm skinny. And that was, that was um, in, you know, that was in the healthy days. Blimey. Um, good look there. White T-shirt, grey cardigan and uh, clean pumps. Um, Andres. Hello? Andres? Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. Uh, you know, I'm a bit sad today. Why? What's wrong, man? Well, uh, you know, I usually uh, struggle to listen to the uh, to your show live, and starting tomorrow, I'm going to start waking up like really early. So if I don't really want to get sick, I'm going to have to uh, what? Get satisfied with the podcast, and that's about it. Don't let the show make you sick. 
Well, the thing is, the lack of the show makes me sick as oh. well. Oh, I see. So with withdrawal yeah. symptoms from the show makes you poorly, but listening yeah. to the show makes you um, feel nauseous. Yeah, I was wondering actually when is that? Have you ever thought of going back to uh, you know presenting the breakfast show? <laughs> what? Just to make your life easier? Well, I have to be honest. Can I criticise one of the old fellow uh, broadcasters? Um, it depends who it is. It's Paul Ross. Well, well, um, well, well, gently, gently. I feel a little All bit right. uncomfortable because he's not here right. to defend himself. Take it, don't take it as a criticism. I, I personally find him, and obviously everyone's entitled to his opinion. His show really boring. Well, but but the thing is, but the, here's the thing. Guess what? People find this show really boring. That's the beauty of of um, radio. It's the beauty oh, yeah, of this but those station. Have a good idea. What they saying? Well, but 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 then there'll be the defenders of Paul Ross will say the same thing um, about you. It's you oh, know, it's it, it's yeah. all it's all radio is is the most personal medium. It's my favourite medium. It's better than TV. Much better than TV. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, much better than TV. But it's the most personal. It's the most personal medium, and we can find ourselves as listeners getting very, very um, um, kind of getting more upset with a show that we don't like than we would do well, with, you know, w- with with real people. Well, yeah, I suppose you're right. But to be honest with you, um, there's, there's nothing. I mean, to, I think your show was one of a kind, especially at that time. Yeah. About 6.30 in the morning when I used to go to work. Well, um, but the thing is, the thing is, right, um, the, the, I used to, for those who don't know, I used to have a BBC local radio breakfast show for the last four years before they shafted me. Yeah. Um, we, Catherine and I, were very frustrated. Catherine was my producer at the time. We were very frustrated by the, um, the, the shackles that were put on us because we were at the BBC, because bet, it was local yeah. radio, and because it was breakfast. And if, you know, when I came here, there was, the, 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 there was vague talk of me doing breakfast or drive, and I, I was not interested at all. I mean, I don't know how, 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 how far those discussions would have gone if I pursued them, but I wasn't interested, even though I would have got more money and, and more profile, because by doing a breakfast show, you kind of have to, to a certain extent, follow certain... Um, the r- rules is slightly the wrong word, but it's the only word I can think of at the moment. You have to follow certain rules, right? Whereas I knew if we, if I did a show at 10 o'clock at night, I would be allowed to get away with murder. We had a fat bloke snoring through the news last night. I mean, come on, man. I wouldn't be allowed to do that on breakfast. Yeah, well, that's exactly what I'm saying. I, I had to wait until the show today to know what happened to him because I could only listen to the podcast. Well, and that is the thing. It's like it's that's like your problem. And coke. It's not the real thing. What? Uh, it, but that's but that's but you, you'll just have to learn to you'll just just have to learn to live with that. Yeah, I suppose just so. think, Andrews. Yeah. One day I'll be dead. Well, I'll be dead as well. One day. Well, I'll be dead, or I'll get this. I'll get the sack from here. Here's, here's my prediction. What are we now? 2016. Um, I'll be gone by 2020 from this radio station. There's no way they'll keep me on for that long. Were you actually sacked from the previous place? Oh, if only if only I hadn't signed an NDA and I would be able to tell you all about it. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah, I respect that. Yeah, I'm, I'm legally, I'm not allowed to tell you exactly what happened. Um, I had very little choice in leaving. Yeah. I remember very well that, that programme. That was, uh, was a very good one. No, I'm, da- I'm glad it ended because yeah. I was knackered. And getting up at, at 4.15 every morning is not good for one's social life at all. All it's horrible. Yeah, but you don't have a lot of time to spend with your family. Now you go back home and they're sleeping. I mean, that might be a bit sad.
bad. I mean, uh, well, not... I, 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 I'll see the. I'm seeing the boys tomorrow. It'll be fun. I saw the boys a little bit this afternoon. I, I got thrashed. Hey, with the new. Oh, the new game. I bought a compendium, a compendium of games. Right at the weekend, seven quid. Right, the new craze in our house is get this, drafts. We're playing drafts, and the boys love it. Although I keep I have to, I have to keep saying you can't move that one backwards. Can only go forwards until it's a king. Yeah, you can't go backwards. But the boys love it. My six-year-old, the first couple of games he beat me because we were trying to work out the rules. I couldn't remember the rules, right? First game he beat me because we were working out the rules. Second game I let him beat me. Third game I destroyed him. Today he beat me fair and he thrashed me. Absolutely thrashed me at drafts. So, in fact, I don't want to see too much of those guys because they annoy that's, that's me. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I've got an 18-month-old, and it's, uh, it's, already, uh, it's already smarter than me. I mean, that's not difficult, but uh, they, they, get a lot, uh, they get smarter a lot quicker than most people think until you've got a kid in real life. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, but, but what joy, right? So my boy says to me, he's watching like Scooby-Doo, they're obsessed with Scooby-Doo at the moment, and we won't be able to go to the Scooby-Doo musical at the Palladium, because they'll be away, they'll be on holiday when it's on, which is a shame, never mind. Mm-hmm. So my, boy, my eldest is say, watching Scooby-Doo, and to tear, tear himself away and say, Daddy, can we go and play drafts in the kitchen? Oh, ho, ho, yes, sunshine. You, you rack them up, boy. You rack them up, boy. It's a good game draft, actually. Uh, it's, um, it's like chess for dunces, isn't it, really, basically? But it's good. Um, so um, uh, it, 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 they're thoroughly entertaining, and um, they're a little bit slower today, these days because my youngest fractured his foot. So he's hobbling around. So, um, yeah, you know, it's... Different it's type of entertainment. Different type of entertainment, Andres. That's what it's all about. And it only gets best, yeah, it gets really... Um... It only gets better with with time, I suppose. I think so. Andrews, thank you very much indeed. 0844-499-1000. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We call you back between now and 12. Uh, we call you back, and we're getting new listeners all the time. Welcome, thank you very much indeed. Um, let me give me t- give you two ways you can two other ways that you can listen. Um, well, you can listen online if you go to www.talkradio.co.uk. You can listen online that way, or ah, here's another way: you can download a, a, an app for your um, uh, intelligent pocket telephones. A little app. So if you go onto your app store for Android or for Apple and type in Talk Radio, and it will it will come up, and you can listen on your phone, which is the way that I tend to listen when I am wandering around the house. Uh, the way it works now is you call up, and um, you can kind of say anything you want. We'll call you back. I wait for for four nine nine one thousand. You can kind of talk about anything you want. Uh, we're deliberately avoiding Brexit to make this a Brexit free zone. Although I am tempted to do a Brexit special. <laughs> I kind of am tempted. Um, but you can call in literally about anything you want. Sometimes I sit here and give you topics, but I've noticed you lot tend not to go for the topics. And so the last week or couple of weeks, it's um, kind of morphed into this this sort of freeform thing. Again, going back to the audience performer F off thing where, you know, you kind of I just have to trust that you will call in and I will have words that will come out of my mouth hole. And if I keep believing that, then the show will happen. If I stop believing that, then the show collapses around us. Isn't that interesting? So, part of it's up to you guys. 0844-499-1000. Jonathan from Swansea's on the line. Good evening, Jonathan. Hello. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's a good idea, having a film club. Uh, yes, it is. That, it was my yeah. idea. I'm full of them. Yes, yes, but you shouldn't call it a film club. You should call it a film ring. You're obsessed with rings for someone who's a, a, a homophobic. No, I'm just a misanthrope. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm see, I, you, you, when you were talking about uh, uh, how clubs sound um, pretty uh, passe nowadays, you know, yes. middle of the road, it reminded me of a sketch by Amando Inucci on the Friday Night Armistice where they talked about the difference between a club and a ring. Oh, yeah. So a club sounds pretty, you know, uh, safe and secure and wholesome, whereas a ring sounds nasty and dangerous and scary where people do things to goats okay well we won't be doing anything to uh, we won't be doing anything to goats oh that's good there'll be no yeah there'll be no goat sex um so uh, <laughs> i'm sorry if that disappoints you no it doesn't what have you called in for what have you called in for jonathan um i'm i'm actually looking through my film collection right now oh, to see God. if there's a uh, Anything uh, worth talking about? I've got two in mind. I'll run them past you. Okay, Jonathan. Let's let's um, let's hear them. Okay, the first one is the bank job. By uh, it features Jason Statham. It's based on a tr- real life uh, bank robbery in the seventies. So that uh, I have a I have a, a friend who's seen this film about twenty times, and he absolutely loves I... it. First of all, I'm surprised you have a friend. Secondly. I uh, I don't think I've ever seen... I've seen a Jason Statham advert where there's, like, every character in it is Jason Statham. But I don't think I've ever seen a Jason Statham film. Is he the guy that stars in... Is it, um, is it Crank? The yes. F- the film he stars in where his, he has to um, connect his um, testicles to a, a, a car battery and jumpstart his heart? Is that it? Yes, that one. I haven't seen that one, but I've heard of it. Yes, no, I've never... OK, well, that, that, that's on the um, list of possibles, but probably not ever. What's the other one you've got? The, the other one is a documentary, uh, quite recent. Future Shock, the story of 2000 AD. <laughs> you, mean the, it, it, you mean the comic 2000 AD? Yeah. Right. Um, it, I enjoyed it. Did you? I, uh, well, do it, do yeah, it, do it then. All right, all right, Jonathan. Imagine, right, we've called... Um, let me get... Hang on, let me find... Uh, we've called a meet... So what are we calling this? The film ring. The film ring. All right, yeah. let, me, let me get the appropriate music for the film ring, right? And you're going to... We, we, we all come round to your racist house and... Um, I'm a misanthrope. Yes, and we've, we've, we, you've, you've covered most of your misogynistic, obnoxious, right-wing propaganda leaflets, but you've left a few out, just in case there are any interested parties, and we're all kind of pretending that we can't, can't see the, the, the swastikas and stuff, because, we, you know... We, we, we... I don't have swastikas! Anyway, anyway, fascism is left-wing. I, I keep explaining that to people, but they, 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 they just think I'm from the planet Zog. Okay. Um, and boy, if those guys from Planet Zog came down here, you'd give, you'd certainly send them running, wouldn't you? Why? Because they're immigrants. Yes. Um, no. No. No, you're conf- you're confusing me with uh, uh, a lefty. Okay. Well, I, I, I apologise for that. I know that must be the most offensive thing that anyone could say to you. Um, um, here we go. Right. Oh no. Hang on a minute. I'm trying to find the. Um, hang on a minute. Uh, 
Right, so we've we've ignored we've ignored the racist propaganda in the pictures of Hitler in your Nick toilet. Andrew, yeah, it, it, it's mis- I'm a misanthrope. It means that uh, uh, I even hate the sky for no reason. I'm like a, a Grandpa Simpson. Old man shouts well, at the cloud. Kind of like Grandpa Simpson, but but not in any way amusing or, or charming. Right. So we've come round and you've stood up. You've said, welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody. Um, and we, we say, Jonathan, we can't hear you. Take the sheet off your head. So you do that. <laughs> right. Um, and then you start talking and you start, you, you tell us about the film that we're about to watch and you tell us why it means so much to you. Away you go. OK, uh, the film I have here is Future Shock, the story of 2018, a documentary on nearly 40 years of the galaxy's greatest comic and a, a British institution, 2000 AD, home to such great characters as Judge Dredd, Johnny Alpha, um, uh, Judge Anderson, Dirty Frank, uh, Judge Death. Uh, it takes you through the highs and the lows of 2000 AD from its dark days in the 90s to its rebirth under rebellion. It also uh, uh, has interviews with the creator, Pat Mills, writers such as Alan Grant and John Wagner, celebrities such as uh, Carl Urban. And it's also a story of how this British comic changed the world of comics forever, not just in this country, but in America, and how it has influenced the current superhero boom. Well, unfortunately for you, you have been so caught up in what was an excellent presentation and a superb uh, sell that you didn't realise that one of the um, uh, people in the film club has managed to find a knife so that we can cut the ropes that you've tied us uh, tied us together with and um, then we uh, then we managed to escape by jumping out of the window oh dear never mind never mind next time thank you very much jonathan 0844 499 i'm happy to uh, field suggestions on um, films that we can can i be honest I've got better taste in films than anybody. I re- no, I really think I have. I really do think I have. I know film. Tyler's on the line. Evening, Tyler. Uh, my favourite film is Cat in a Hat. Sorry? Cat in a Hat. Cat in a Hat? Yeah. What? Mike Myers. Is that the film you're suggesting for Film Club? Yeah. Cat in a Hat? Cat in a Hat. I think if you're going to have a film club, right, you, you can't start it out heavy. We can't all watch, like, I don't know, Wolf of Wall Street straight away. Yeah, well, hang on. Like, yeah. ease into it. With Cat in a Hat. Yeah, Cat in a Hat, Mike Myers. Mike Myers, Cat in a Hat. Yeah, he sings songs. For Film he's Ring. He's, he's, yeah. he's a Film Ring. Film Ring, as we are going to call it now. <laughs> film Ring. So for Film Ring, hmm. you're uh, bearing in mind the first film, the, the premiere film in Film Ring is Kung That's Fu Elliot. Oh, huh? I don't know what that is. But you, well, hang on a minute. You can't just you can't just barge into sorry, fi- sorry, you can't sorry, just sorry. barge into film ring, waving oh, your VHS copy of ring. of Cat in a Hat starring Mike yeah. Myers, and go. <laughs> Everyone, should, we should watch this, and we go. Yeah, okay. We're, we're discussing Kung Fu Elliot. Have you seen that? What is it? Well, it's the first <laughs> yeah, film. Mike film. Myers thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. yeah. Yeah. But you've got. But okay. Well, no. That oh. sounds absolutely awful. I can't think of a worse-sounding film. No, you're so wrong. Okay, all right. What else can I recommend? Catch Me If You Can. It's got DiCaprio in it. That's a good film. That's a very good film. But we're not watching it in Film Club. 
We're not watching anything what, in what film. Are we doing in, what are we doing in film ring? In film ring, thank you very much indeed. Sorry, we, we, but those—I mean—that that was a big box office success. I think part of the appeal of film ring should be that we we kind mm. of discover previously undiscovered classics or cult films. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, like some underground indie stuff. Yes. Okay, I'll search indie films. Are you just of, online. Yeah. Well, of two thousand. No, no, no. 1963. Oh, flipping it. No, don't. They'll be rubbish. All no, the, no, no, no. Most films in the 60s, apart from it's a mad, 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 mad world, and um, the one where um, uh, the bed-sitting room... Oh, have you seen the bed-sitting room? No. That is a great... That? That's, that's film number two in um, film ring. Here we go. We got it. But it'll be a bit hard, because I think everybody in it is dead. Oh. It's a good film, though. Wait, what do you mean everyone in it is dead? Wait, are you suggesting that we get people from it? Well, that's part of the, the, the fun of the film ring, is that we get... Oh. We try and get... Have you been listening to the show? No, 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 I just call it... I, I'm a podcaster. Right, so you literally oh, haven't been sorry. listening. But then how did you know that we were talking about film ring? Because I got put online. I got put on hold, so I listened. Oh, OK, fine. Well, I, I'm, a, I'm an actor, Ian. I, I listen and I adapt. I'm joking. Let's calm down. Are you actually an actor? Um, no. Have no, you... I don't want to be an actor, but well, I'm, well, I'm doing a Mickey Mouse degree. Which was... I did one. I did performing performance art. Oh, goodness. What are you doing? You can't be more Mickey Mouse than that. Oh, no. I, hang on. I'm taking currently... I don't want to take it for life, but um, a B-Tech yes. performing arts. Oof. Level one. Well, these, these, I mean, it, it, it all fills up a bit of time, doesn't it? But a lot of life, Tyler, is mm. um, is just just filling up time. Oh, that's good. That's what it's all about. It's all just, we're just we're just filling time until we die. Yeah. So you might really? as well fill it doing stuff that you enjoy, not drugs. No. <laughs> not drugs, guys. No. Who did that? Um, what? Right. Who, who did drugs? Loads of people. Lots of people. Lots and lots of people. Don't do drugs, kids. No. You say, would you say that you're um, now, the yeah. current state that you're in, I don't mean it's state, I mean that the current place that you're in. You mean physically might, or mentally or spiritually? Mentally, all of the above, but okay. mainly mentally, was, yes. would have been influenced by your drug intake. Well, wh- what do you know about my drug intake? Uh, you, you enjoyed a fair amount around 11 o'clock. Um, that makes sense. I was well. Well, the thing about the eleven o'clock show was, and here's an interesting yeah. thing: it was recorded at seven o'clock at night, which meant yes, 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 yes. I think it was seven, seven thirty, something like that. Which meant I could go home and get absolutely blasted and watch myself on TV. Imagine oh, the joy. Well, the joy, the misery. Um, yes, well, everything that I have done in my life has brought me has, has brought me to this. Yeah. Point. Are you saying am I depressed because I because I might have taken drugs in the past? Uh, no, I, no, I don't think I'm saying that. I'm saying that everything's like such a high, and do you think you miss it? And um, you're on a constant low because of it. No. 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 Not at all. And I, you know, and um, I know people that have l- l- lost everything. Enjoyed themselves. No, no, well, enjoyed oh, themselves okay. too much and have lost everything, you know, because of drink or because of drugs or because of, yeah. uh, you know, gambling addiction or because of whatever um, the, the thing may have been. So, um, 
Mm. I'm not anti-drugs in the slightest, but um, yeah. I'm glad I haven't had a drink or a drug for a long, 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 long time. Years when and years last, and years. When was your last drink? Oh, man, alive. 12 years ago. Are you eating meat again? Yeah, yeah, meat, meat. I was a vegetarian for 26 years, and mm. I discovered meat, I think, two years ago, and I flipping love it. And I had Why chicken that? for... Because it's delicious! Because your son... No, 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 did you start eating it because your son's or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started eating it because um, I, the boys would eat me and I would cook it for them. No, no, not a problem with cooking meat. And, and I would yeah, taste yeah. it to make sure it was, it was cooked properly. And one day yeah, I was yeah. tasting this bolognese and it was flipping amazing. Oof. And when they left the table, I wolfed it down. And I was doing this for a few weeks <sighs> and I felt very, very bad. because so you, you were a secret carnivore. I was a secret um, lemonade drinker, yes. <laughs> and I, um, one day I phoned my wife up and I said, look, please don't ask any questions, but could you cook me a steak for dinner this evening? Oh. We will discuss it afterwards. It was the first time I'd ever had a steak, and it was like, um, it was like, I don't know, it opened my eyes. That I was eating it with my eyes it closed. Was I was sucking on a steak because I hadn't, I'd never had one before. Yeah. And the next day I could see colours better. I could hear music better. No way. I, way, man. I felt positive, more positive. I felt energised. It was incredible. I mean, it passed oh, yeah. soon after. But I felt all of those things. My mum was a vegetarian, and then she uh, she got loads of migraines and stuff. Yeah, really bad. And then she started eating meat, and they're all gone. Well, you see, yeah. Uh, well, I still get, I still get. Do I get my? Yeah, I do still get migraines. I still get migraines yeah. despite him, but never mind. Uh, How old do you think I was when the eleven o'clock show was on? When you were? Oh, uh, well, you, you were, you're about. Were you eighteen now? So you would have been yeah. three. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah, but did, boy, oh boy, how how to end on a downer? <laughs> for me, not for you. Yeah, good luck to you. A downer for me, man. I'm old. I'm old. Strange show tonight. I would give the first hour. I would give it five and a half out of ten. I don't really know. It's kind of kind of bouncing along. It's an okay um, kind of show. Um, yeah, it's an okay kind of show. Um, 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, we will call you back. If you don't want to give us a call, that's fine. I will sit here and I will um, go through some of the papers and talk about that kind of stuff. And if you want to chip in, you can chip in. And if you don't want to chip in, you don't have to chip in. That's sort of um, the way that it works. And it tends to work. The interesting thing about it is it tends to work more often than not. I think we've only had, what I mean, what, what week is this now? It's like week 52 or 6 or something like that. We've only had a handful of shows that haven't worked. And even then they've had moments, you know. So it's got, it's still kind of... A work in progress. And I appreciate, you know, it's not to everyone's taste. And I appreciate your indulgence in kind of workshopping this with me, guys. It's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're here for the ride. And sometimes we all get surprised and hear things we've never heard before. And sometimes we don't. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. I just deleted a Facebook page that I was running. Just deleted it. A Turtles one. Because I was hoping to release some Turtles. Uh, no, I did it deliberately. It was, it was an act of uh, defiance. I was hoping to release some Turtles rarities and someone else has beat me to it. The old, uh, the old nemesis. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Speak to you after this. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice 
Today, my second day of running in a row. I won't get to do it until Sunday again. And I, I ran. Well, I, I journeyed for just under 4K. 4K. You're doing great! F off. Just under 4K with one of these apps, right? Um, I, I say I, I journeyed because you walk for a bit and you run for a bit and you walk for a bit. But I was running faster and further than I did yesterday and I felt alive. I didn't. I didn't really like it. But I had music on my um, my phone this time, so that made it a little bit easier. And um, it was all going swimmingly until we ran past... Uh, I say, wait, it's me and my dog. And she's white. White dog. We uh, 08444991000. We ran past a massive trail of horse manure, right? And I ran, I ran past it. She stopped, and I turned around to look. And she's rolling in the... Horse manure, right? And I called her, and I, eventually, if I go far enough away, she'll come and chase me. She was brown. She was brown. What? What the hell is wrong with these pervert dogs? And then she's a coprophile, and then she is because I. She went then went into the, when we came back home. I had to give her a bath, right? And she quite enjoys a bath. I quite enjoy giving her a bath. It's a little bit of fun. We have a little bit of fun. We have a little bit of fun. But then she went into the bathroom where the cat's litter tray is. She ate the cat's crap. Like, all of it. And she's wolfing it. I and mean, just, like, wolfing this um, this stuff down. 
as if it's like um, chocolates or something. And I chase around, and she's chomping on it. Oh, it's disgusting. What is it with dogs and faecal matter? Call me now, 0844 499 You won't get Ian Collins doing that. Geeky Girl's on the line. Bruce, Will, Rocky, stay there. I will come to you next. Geeky Girl's on the line. Good evening, Geeky Girl. Hello, boss. How are you doing? I'm good. Hip, hip, hip. Oh, hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. I've, I've had quite a hip, hip, hip evening. You're sounding spunky. Well, I've had a lovely evening, or afternoon and evening. Pourquoi? Pourquoi? I mess up with another listener who's uh, Stu in Brighton, who's on Twitter a lot. Oh, he... He has the annoying font. Yes. He has, he has the annoying font. And I hate to go straight in with the criticism, but I'm going to. I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling... I'm feel, my, Joan, my, my inner Joan Rivers is coming out. He has the annoying font on his Twitter handle. And um, what can we do about that? Well, I think we should embrace originality, surely. Well, all right, fair play. I'll give you that. Marks out of ten, yes. I do like the people who have their Twitter handle upside down. <laughs> have you seen that? Yeah, it's a bit odd, isn't it, how, how they do that? How <laughs> do they do that? How do they do that? I used to voice a TV programme called How Do They Do That? Um, uh, I don't know. Oh, well, that's nice. Where where did you go? Well, um, we met somewhere locally, because basically we found out that we live very near to each other, oh. and I'm leaving Brighton soon, so we wanted to sort of meet up before I went. And, you know, we, we all enjoy the bullshine hashtag on a Sunday evening, and, yep. you know... He's got a physics background, too, so we thought we'd have a lot to talk about. So we were, you know, chatting away as you do. But then this pub, well, things turned a bit odd, I'll tell you. So, right, stick with it, okay? Last time I'd been to a pub quiz was, like, maybe a decade ago. So, you know, I thought I knew what pub quizzes were. They all had a similar format. They gave you the pieces of paper. You write your answers. You get like a photocopy of of of, of faces. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I pub Why mess with that? Why mess? I've, with I've hosted pub quizzes. Okay. And that that's how they are, yeah. right? Yeah. Of course. Right. Well, not tonight. Don't tell me that you everyone had an iPad on the table or something today. Oh my God! Well, even even crazier than that. Yeah. And um, we had to download an app oh, on Stu's phone. Jeez. Flipping heck! I, I just censored myself. Um, yeah. So basically, every time he asked a question, it was either multiple choice, and you had to press which letter of the alphabet the answer was, yeah. or. If it was like someone's name, you had to press oh. the letter. But like it had to be the first name, not the last name. Right. But the thing is, if your connection was a bit slower than other people's, oh. they would beat you. So it was it was first come, first served. Yeah, you got well. He every blooming round, he changed the scoring. I can't. I couldn't. We were both in hysterics, and our team name was Hip Hip Hip. So yeah, I just well kept shouting Hip 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 because it was such bullshit. It was so funny. Well, you can't do that. What the hell is wrong with this? Is it well, first of all, so this is this is this is pubs. First, secondly, this is Britain. Thirdly, it's bloody Brighton. Well, I think you're right there, fella. I think you are. And let me just tell you, another compounding factor was his battery was running low, mm. and this chap kept waffling about random stuff no one would ever care about, like about his partner or his son. Who, who was in, in the audience, you know. And we're like, oh, battery's going to die. Get on with it. Ask the question. No, that's nuts. No, I'm, I'm not having that. <laughs> I'm not. It was wrong. I'm not having that.
that. Brighton's a weird place, though, isn't it? It's, I'm supposed to be going to Brighton. The, uh, the, uh, this, this is how strange and wonderful my life is. Dennis Le Corrier, the lead singer from Dr. Hook, it keeps inviting me down to Brighton to have sushi with him. What? And, and, oh. Yeah, I know. And I, 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 I'm, uh, you know, and I will go. And I've, I've, I've not really been well enough to go recently, but I'm kind of feeling right. up to a, to a day trip to Brighton to go and see him and then go and uh, uh, peruse the record shops. I just need to go and see my bank manager um, to get out back loan so I can afford to park there. The parking yeah. there is... Well, the parking... Last time I was there, um, d- the parking was more expensive than central London. It yeah. was obscene. I mean, I think I, I spent 25 quid spot. for two hours. Yeah, I can tell you the free spots. I mean, when my... My, my boyfriend visits me. Instead of parking in Kemp Town, he parks about a mile away. So well, I can, I, you know, I can send you where to, you know... Here's, a, here's, a, here's an app. Here's an app I'm going to invent. Mm. Um, it will... You, you'll, you'll click on it and it will do your... Loca- it'll be like GPS. It will know your, your location. And it oh. will tell you where um, um, all of the empty parking bays are. And it will, but it will also tell you which are the cheapest ones and which are the streets that are free to park in and, and if they've got space in there. And as you're driving towards it, if someone else beats you to it and parks in it, it will flash, bing, 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 that parking <laughs> space is now full, uh, redirecting oh. you to nearest free parking space. Yeah, but do that, like that would be so far away, wouldn't it, in Brighton? Well, I don't know. Well, this is this is why I need an app for it. You need to take a train or, well, not with the current situation. Who is, um, who is Paul Manners? Paul Manners? Paul Manners. Is he someone with good manners or just that, just a, an unfortunate name? Hang on a minute. Bruce? Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Bruce. Hip, 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 Bruce. Oh, did, was Stuart nice, by the way, or was he, was he a murderer? Oh, really nice fella. Okay. We had a lovely time. OK. Um, do, you, who's, do you know who Paul Manners is, Bruce? Doesn't ring a bell, boss, sorry. Because he's just followed me on Twitter. Oh. And I like to... He's got a blue tick. Boom, I'm in. A celebrity. Oh, I'm in. <laughs> he's got 187... Thousand followers. Yes, he's following ten point seven thousand followers. It's like when I found out Nancy Sinatra was following oh, me. I was so that. excited, and uh, then, then it turns out she was following thirty four thousand other people. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, and Sabrina, the teenage witch. Um, <laughs> she's good, huh? She's good. She's good. She was in that driving program I saw about the other week. Anyway, Paul Manners has started following me. One hundred eighty seven thousand followers. I found him. He is a singer on Britain's Got Talent from last year. Really. And he does events on Clacton on Sea, London, and Sheffield. Flipping it! I tell you what, can can everybody, um, can everybody send him um, a little message saying hi from me and Lee? Let's blow his mic. Should we, should we kind of love bomb him? Right on Twitter. Yeah. So his his name on Twitter is at Paul M for manners underscore official, right? Don't t- don't type the message yet. Don't send the messages yet. We're all going to send it at the same time, OK? Getting ready. So type the message. Um, how do I send a tweet to him? Oh, yeah. Um, so we're all going to say, Hi, Paul M underscore official. Hip, 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 love, Ian Lee. OK? Right, do you want so- that at Ian Lee or two separate words, like your name? Oh, yeah, put at Ian Lee. Go on, then, then I'm in it. Right, you're, you're good. All right, so uh, but everybody who's listening, you have to do this, right? This is, a, this is a mini love bomb, right? Don't send it yet. I'll tell you when to send it, OK? And is it hashtag hip, 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 or just hip, hip, Oh, hip? for crying out loud, woman. Sorry, boss. Jeez, Bruce, tell her. I, I can't... It's, it's a lady. She doesn't mean my heart. It's, it's, it's just hip, hip, hip. So, with the message is, hi, at... Paul M underscore official, hip, 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 
love at Ian Lee. Okay, we'll just give everyone twenty seconds to type that, and for the delay to kind of kick in, and, and everybody can do that. You're all right, Paul. By the way, uh, Bruce. By the way, I'm fine, thank you. All right, fine. We'll just, give, just give another ten seconds or so, and then when I say send, we all hit the send button. Okay. Paul M underscore official. Paul M. Oh, flipping it. All right, don't, don't stop the clock. Oh, yeah, got it. No, it's okay. Yeah, it's cut now. Have you, t- have you typed the message? I'm writing it. I've not sent it. Hi at Paul M underscore official. Hip, hip, hip. Love at Ian Lee. All right. Have you, ty- have you typed it now, Bruce? Yeah, Bruce? you're ready to go. Bruce isn't even operating on the time delay system. He's hearing this <laughs> live. I'm, I'm hovering, ready to press okay. tweet. Let's give them... Everyone on Periscope, have you done it? I'm just waiting for the Periscopers. We've got a ready there from uh, Harsh Singh. Harjit Singh, I can't see, it's too small, sorry. Uh, ready from several, several pints. Yes, 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 yes. OK, ready, steady, tweet! Tweet. Aye. Oh, and we're off. And we're off. And I'm going to hit at... Paul M and see how many he's got now. At Paul M underscore official. Doopy doopy do. Let's have a look at who's tweeting him. Live. There we go. This is it. This is it. Some of you have not sent the message I told you to send. Some of you put the hi after his name. Jeez, oh. guys. I'm, I'm tempted to block everybody. And loads of you have done it. Look at that. Isn't that brilliant? Um, <laughs> Nick and um, Catherine and Christian and Harsh and Ewan and Catherine and Andrew and Tris and Mark and Mandy and Kieran and Saddam Hussein. Okay. Um, and Penny and Craig yeah. and Foxy and Cosmo and, and Eid and David and Daniel and Gary and wow. um, I'm rubbing my ribs and Everybody. Well, that's nice. That's nice, isn't it? Oh, wow. And uh, Ollie and Ido and Harry and all you lovely people. Well, there we go. And my sister has done it and Tony Bennett has done it. Beautiful. Uh, Lee Hansen's muffed it up. You've not, you, you've not put a space between high and at Paul M, so you won't have got it, Lee. So um, there we go. <laughs> uh, oh, loads of you have done it. Look at that. Lino and um, oh, well done. Well done. Well, that's nice. I don't know what we've achieved there, but we've done something kind of nice, haven't we? Or you might think that we're all, we're all um, bots. We're all porn bots. I'd love my ambition when I die is to become a porn bot. Well, life goal, yeah, why not? It's a life goal. Uh, Geeky girl, anything else? Um, just hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. Bruce, stay there. I'll come to you after this. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. It'll be, that, that, that served no purpose, but thank you, everybody, who did it. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he. Um, uh, if he replies to anyone, I mean, I, I, obviously he, he he should reply to me, as, as I, my name has been mentioned in all of it. Um, but it'd be interesting to see. It just seems like a nice bloke. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know the fella. I'm looking at his picture, and he just seems like a nice lad. Um, um, maybe we'll um, maybe well, we haven't done a Periscope love bomb, have we, for a while? Maybe we'll do one of those. Um, maybe we'll do one of those tomorrow when everyone else is doing their Brexit special and talking. Everyone's arguing and fighting and being poisonous and nasty and selfish um, and self-aggrandizing. And uh, we'll, we'll just do something nice. How about that? Yeah, should we do that tomorrow? Brilliant. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Will Rocky stay there? Hit me a bit, Bruce. Hello, mate. What you got for us? And tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be a porn bot. Um, I wanted to talk about the uh, the film ring. Yes, film ring. Yeah, really like the idea of it. Um, I did think Jonathan was going to suggest Birth of a Nation. Yeah. 
And I'm kind of glad he didn't. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was trying to think of uh, a film that might be suitable. Now, a film I was talking about, um, I do a podcast myself, doesn't everyone nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was talking about the 1986 classic King Kong Lives. Now, have you ever seen King Kong Lives? I don't know King Kong Lives. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's a, in a nutshell, King Kong didn't die when he fell off the Empire State Building. Oh, yeah. And they give him the world's biggest artificial heart to keep him going. Oh, fantastic. That sounds brilliant. Stars, stars Linda Hamilton. Um, oh. And it's, it's, it's bad. Um, but have you seen yeah. a more kind of recent film that I think has got a bit of a cult classic status about it? Yeah. Have you seen John Wick? No. John Wick is amazing. What is it? It's a action film. It stars Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And that's normally when everyone starts to tune out. Oh, I like Keanu Reeves. I thought he was... I, oh. I love... Speed is, is, is one of the... Speed is in the top five greatest films ever made. That's a bold claim. It's yeah, no, I stand film, by though. it. Stand, it's a brilliant film. A masterpiece. Yeah. I mean, Keanu Reeves, a bit like Nicolas Cage, has made a lot of ropey films. Yes. But John Wick is, is something else. And it was, if I remember correctly... It's directed by the stunt coordinators of The Matrix. And so what they did is they come up with this concept, obviously worked with uh, Keanu during The Matrix and said, this is the, fit, like, the vehicle for you. Yeah. And um, it's, it's just like a, a long action film. It's brilliant. It, it's one of those films that sounds not very good, but when you but, watch it, it's, it's brilliant. But is it actually brilliant? Yeah. Or is it, is it rubbish brilliant? No, 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 it's actually brilliant, brilliant. And uh, Lovejoy's in it. <laughs> Not Tim Lovejoy, Ian McShane. Oh, I meant um, to, oh, I wanted to talk about Tim Lovejoy. There's a really weird hmm. quote. Where is it? It's in the mirror. Right. It gets 7.2, John Wick, on IMDb. There's a weird quote from, from, um, from Tim Lovejoy. Right. Listen to this. Kath, this is weird. Hmm. You'll like this, right? So Tim Lovejoy's a nice fellow. I met him several times. Really nice, down-to-earth kind of bloke, right? And it's a, a quote from him, right, about... How he met his best friend. Have you ever heard this? Have you heard this? Have a, no. guess, have a guess, Bruce, how he met his best friend. Speed dating. Even weirder. Id, have a guess how Tim Lovejoy, a TV presenter, met his best friend. Twitter? Mm, Catherine, have a little guess. Mm. Well, like Friends Reunited. My best friend is Mike. When I presented Soccer AM on Sky Television years ago, he phoned the show and asked if we could meet, thinking we'd have a lot in common. I was a little wary, but we hit it off immediately, and we've been best mates ever since. Someone phoned him up when he was on the telly and said, All right, Tim, yeah, my name's Mike. Uh, Can we meet? I think we've got a lot in common. I get those phone calls and those emails every single day. I don't reply to them. Of course you don't. Because that fella's got a Tim Lovejoy room in his home. And one day he's going to cut off Tim Lovejoy's skin and wear him like a glove. I was going to say, the thing is, especially being a regular caller now, that would be the equivalent of me now saying, oh... I'm in London tomorrow. Fancy going for a pint before no, the show? But it wouldn't be. It, it wouldn't be because at least, um, uh, at least you've, we've spoken a lot. This guy phoned Great. up once. This guy. <laughs> this would be like a, a brand new caller phoning up saying, "Ian, do you know what? I've been watching your, your shows and listening to your radio shows for a long time. Um, I also like um, Kung Fu Elliot and time travel films." Um, 
and uh, I think we've got a lot in common. Could we, could we go for a drink? And me going, yeah, and then him becoming my best friend, and then me being interviewed about my best friend and going, well, it was some bloke that phoned me up on the radio and asked to go out with me. That is insane! Yeah. It, it's, it's also, as you say, the fact that he's, he's publicly announcing it. That's only going to lead to more nut jobs trying to do the same thing. It is Surely. the weirdest, weirdest thing ever. Well, you say it's the weirdest, weirdest thing ever, yes. but I did watch today Kung Fu Elliot. I'm not going to talk about it <laughs> until Friday, don't worry, but I have watched it. Did you enjoy so it? I'll put it yeah, I, well, OK, yes, I'll go that far. Yes, I did. OK, I'm going to ask you one more question, yeah. and then we'll talk about it Friday. Do you think it's real or fake? Fake. OK, all right, Bruce, we'll talk about it on Friday. Ta-ta. Um, I'm so pleased. I think this is a re- this is an idea that I, I like this. Um, it, but again, you know, we, we've had um, Periscope love bombs and um, guess uh, guess the sound of silence. We have to guess what song it is from, from silence. And those things never lasted. So this this probably won't either. I tend to have these ideas and then do it once and go, yeah, that's good. What's the next one? Um, but Film Ring could be something. Uh, so many people have watched this film that I've talked about, Kung Fu Elliot, right? And I appreciate that a lot of people watched it and didn't enjoy it. And I'm even more grateful that you sat through it. If you're struggling with the first half an hour, stick with it, because it really does have a twist. Will and Rocky, stay there. I'll come to you in a minute. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. It really does twist. Um, it isn't safe for kids. It's got it's got um, rude bits in it and a bit of bad language, OK? So just to, 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 to flag that up, and maybe I should have flagged that up earlier. Um, but on Friday, we will at ten o'clock start. We're going to start the show with it. The whole show is a Kung Fu Elliot special, right? We got the two directors um, coming on from Canada, and um, I, we'll just sit and I'll talk to them. And if you want to chip in, you're more than welcome to, actually. And I, I, I haven't. I'm erring on the side that it is real, with maybe a couple of staged scenes in it. That's what I'm erring on. But I, I keep flipping and flopping all over the place. So I don't I don't know, really, is the thing. And we have no definite answer. They will say that it's real. Of course they will. And that's 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 absolutely, um, absolutely fine. And it, even if it's fake, it's a thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyable, um, weird film. My sister just tweeted that she thinks it's, in inverted commas, real, but slightly disingenuous. Explain, please, Joe. Explain. Um, mm, so people are having a go at me because I, I said that Speed Speed is one of the top five films of all time. It's a Speed is genuinely brilliant. How could anyone disagree with that for crying out crying out loud? Um, Will's on the line. Good evening, Will. Hello. 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 Um, a couple of things. First off, eleven o'clock show. Loved it. Oh, thank you, mate. That's very kind. Thank you very much. I loved um, it too. I had a great time. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, followed it since. Um, I really want to talk a couple of things. Yeah. Um, both of which probably are not maybe your um, listeners' views. So I'll give you the option. Anything, Morning. listen, anything, anything goes on this show pretty much. So go on. What, what have you got? Well, I... I I'm a 40-year-old Welshman, and I've lived out of Wales now for about 18 years. Yeah. And I'm not used to being excited about Welsh football. Okay, okay. All right. So I, I can either continue with that, 
or or go with something which has annoyed me on Bookface. Let's go to Bookface. I'll tell you why. Because I, 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 I... And you've reminded me, actually. Thank you very much. And I really appreciate you ri- reminding me. We tend to be a sports-free zone on this show. Just because we, we're in the same... Um, level in the same offices as the Talk Sport Boys with their wangers out. Get your wanger out. <laughs> and um, I have literally zero interest in sport. I'm, I'm aware that these are these are um, salad days for for Welsh uh, Welsh football. I know that you beat Russia two nil, three nil. Was it something ridiculous? Uh, yeah, three nil. But but like I said, it, it's uncomfortable to talk about it because it's uncharted territory. We don't know what we're talking about. Well, no, but but it, the beauty of it is right. Is your first major tournament in was it fifty years or a hundred years? Something ridiculous. The eight. It, it, it might as well be hundred. Um, and uh, you're you're kind of you know you're in the so there's no pressure on you lot because there's no expectation. Absolutely. Um, and you're, you you've you've played blinding games uh, in England. There is expectation, and they've played terribly. Apparently, I've I've got all of this Allegedly, by the way. Yeah. I've got all I of this by the way by listening to the two mics as I drive home on Talk uh, Talk Sport and Talk Radio. I listen I listen to them. That's where all my football knowledge comes from. I can't stand the sport. I think it's tedious. So go on. Let's have the other one, Will. Right. Well, um, it's. It's it's not. This isn't a, a, a search for a likes or a want or to get attention. But my missus today shaved her head in. Um, oh, you sent me the picture, didn't you? I did. Yes, yeah. She did that today in aid of cancer research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her sister, twenty-seven years old. Say that again, because your your phone dropped out. Um, my partner's sister yeah. in March got diagnosed with breast cancer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um. And it's the shittest thing on the planet. Yeah. She's a single mum. And like I said, it's not, not searching for anything. It's just a discussion. That my said, right, brilliant. As soon as you start oh, your the tri- Will, 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 your phone, go and stand near a window or something, because your phone keeps breaking up. OK, two secs. Come on. Sorry, it took me ages to scroll through that picture, because there were about 60 people who'd sent a message to Paul M. Official. OK, go I'm on. outside. That right. should be better. There we go, that's better. Go on. Right. So when my missus found out that her um, sister was going to be going through chemo and losing yes. her hair, yes. she proclaimed straight away, yeah. I'm going to do the same. I'm going to go to the local salon and have my head shaved. Well, hang, on a, well, hang, on, hang on a minute, Will. With the greatest of respect, I'm looking at a picture of you now. Is that you? Um, well, yes. You haven't got any hair? Not me, her. No, who's, hang on a minute. Who's getting their head... Because your wife's... Who's getting their head shaved? No, this is the picture that's happened today. Oh, right. So, okay. All right. So that's happened today. So you she, yeah. you, you are bald. Yes. And she's, all right, and she's had her head shaved. All right. Yes. Okay. Now, the point is... Yes. We have pushed this across what our very minimal social media today. Yes. To raise, you know, money for cancer research because of uh, her sister, who's only 27 years old, yeah. you know, diagnosed with, or, or obviously being treated for breast cancer. Yeah. And her, her, whatever it's called, page, you know, fund me page, whatever. Yeah. Has reached just under 900 quid. Hey, that's not bad, is it, eh? Hey, dude, she reached 500 quid within 24 hours of being, uh, of, There's, of um, launching aren't, it. Aren't Macmillan are doing this as a campaign, aren't they? Um, we've missed that one. We've gone on to cancer research. Okay, which, all right. The point is... Yes. The video of her getting a head shave today... Yeah. ...reached, uh, so far... 2,800 views yeah. 
I've just with my friends, and they've shared it 130, 150 times, yeah. and within her friends. But we're still at 900 quid. Yeah. Can we? Is it possible that we could go to Facebook and say, yeah. if you launch a charity or a fund page, likes or views can donate 50p or a pound? Um. You, well, you. I, well, can you go and do that? No. Is it possible, do you think? Because we've had over, like I said, nearly 3,000 views yeah. on the video of her having a head shave today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and, and I messaged in, in every single person that shared that, hey, you know, if you all just even shared a bloody quid or yeah. donated a quid, yeah, it's, it's a pound. Yeah. That's, that's a miles bar these days, surely. Yeah. But no one did. Well, some people so we, did. Well, yeah, obviously they did. But you can't force people to um, give money to charity. No, no, no. That, that's not my point. My point is that so many people liked it and shared it. Could someone somewhere in these ultra-egos of social media-esque websites enable people to say, uh, like, share, viewed, donate? You want Facebook to add a donate button? Right. Thank you. You've made that more sense than I did over the last 10 well, minutes. Well, well I, um, uh, I guess you could ask Facebook to do that. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be so easy? Like, you know, instead yeah. of, you know, as well as viewing, bosh, done, yeah. donate a quid. Yeah. The difference between the nearly £900 she's raised to the 2,800 views she's had but, but views, but, 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 but views are different to, um, to donations. Some people like to view it and go... Or maybe I'll donate later. Or some people view it and go, nah, I don't think I'm going to donate to that. Um, and and those those decisions are fine, aren't they? Uh, see, I, I'm a novice to this um, charity stuff. And it's, not, it's, it's nothing myself or my partner have ever no. done before. So, you know, putting it out there, obviously follow you on Twitter and yeah, yeah, see yeah. that, you know, available to talk to. Yeah, 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 of course. Just getting an idea out there. I, well, it's an interesting idea. The thing is, I'm, I know I'm late for the, uh, the ads. I'll go to that in a minute. Um... Uh, 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 um the things, the charities that um, I hold dear to my heart don't appeal to everybody else. Some other people, no, course, some other people will, you know, there are a couple of charities that are very close to me. And some other people will also be, feel passionately about those charities. Some will think, well, you know, yeah, those charities are cool. Some will think, oh, those charities aren't that important to me. Um, and I guess that's the same um, for um, for breast cancer. To some people... Um, it's it's not important to them and their world, and they don't feel that they want to contribute to it, and that's fine, isn't it? Let, let's take the, the 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 basis of that out and just say, you know, how much can be shared through social media? Wouldn't it be cool if something could be set up within, like, either Twitter or Facebook, where if you know likes and views, bosh, donate, re- regardless of the cause. Yes, that would be cool. Wouldn't it? Well, I guess so. But then there are some people that don't... There are some people that that feel an uncomfortable amount of pressure from all sides to donate money to various causes and might feel guilted into donating. Um, Yeah, I, I can see that point. But surely common sense would prevail. 
No. Well, common sense doesn't always prevail, does it? No, actually, actually, listening to your show, that's a fair point. I, 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 that's a compliment to yourself. No, 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 I, no, no, I, take, I take it. I'm just trying to get my head around it. Um, I, yeah, it's, it's an option, and um, yes, it's, yes uh, um, I, I guess I'm erring on the side of, um, uh, yes, if Facebook had a, a donate button, that might be quite good, but then I suppose then they would have to police everybody who set up a Facebook page... And they were, you know, there was a chance that people could get ripped off. That's a fair point. But this is in the early stages, and I haven't really thought that through. No, or, no, exactly. And or I know, talk I, to the charity, please. No, and I, and I'm I am making up in my head, Will, that you you are coming at this because your 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 family has, um, you know, has had some some rubbish news. And uh, how is it? Was it your wife's sister? Yes. How how what, how are things looking? What's the prognosis? Um, she was diagnosed in March, um, uh, double breasts, um, uh, I, I don't know the exact words, but they had to take out stuff. Yeah, yeah. So she got, she got cut open twice because the first prognosis wasn't right, um, and now going through full chemo, and then it's likely, I believe it's then radiotherapy, then full mastectomy. Yeah. So effectively, what I would call, hopefully on this radio station, Pretty shit. Okay, well, that's the second one. So we have to be a little bit careful about the, the language, but I appreciate what you're. Um, uh, I appreciate what you're saying. Um, uh, I, um, well, you know, I, I wish her and you and everybody the very, very best of luck. And um, um, I... in, in, in. Do you know what? The strongest person I've met is the person that's suffering from it. She is absolutely nailing this. She's rocking the um, the bald head in this. She's just being absolutely amazing it's the rest of us that are worrying yeah of course and it's the rest of us are just trying to help in in you know i don't even know what cancer research um charity is fully about but oh, hang, on a minute, hang, on a minute, hang on a minute you can't give money to you i would suggest one shouldn't give money to a charity that you haven't looked into first of all oh no no, no, no. i'm i'm I'm, I'm the silly one. The girls who are, who organise all this, they're the ones doing it. I'm just the voice um, saying hello and just voicing it out there at the moment. Okay. All right. Well, hey, look, dude, it's all good. Um, look, thanks very much for having me on your show. Thank you, Will. Best hey, of luck. No worries, man. And then, hey, I tell you what, keep up the good work on Twitter, mate. It's been hilarious. I will. I will do my best, Will. Thank you very much indeed. Hmm. Okay, okay. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Um, all right, we're 20 minutes away from calls straight to air. And you can call in, you can call in and talk about anything. I felt, um, and this is not criticism of Will who's listening and who's tweeted me at all. This is not criticism of Will. This is just what we like to do, Will. I don't know how long you've been listening to the show, but uh, I like to be very open about how I am feeling. And I, during that phone call, I felt a little bit uncomfortable. And I don't know why. I don't know why. Again, Will, it's not criticism of you at all. And um, in the slightest, it's, it, it came from me. Um, but I felt uncomfortable. And I'm really trying to work out why I felt uncomfortable. And um, and I don't know. And I don't know. And that's fine. Rocky's on the line. Hip, hip, hip. 
I'm good, thank you, Rocky. What you got for us, boss? I'll tell you. I'll tell you why you probably felt a wee bit uncomfy there. Just because Will is trying to do a good thing and raise money for charity, and then if anybody says anything against a charity, maybe you were, you know what I mean. You're, you're initially thinking, well, I don't know about that. I'm not too sure about that. That automatically puts you. A wee bit, you know what I mean? It's like you're the bad guy. You're the bad guy that's saying you don't want to donate to charity, which wasn't your point, but no. perhaps maybe that's why you were feeling a wee bit crap. I don't know. Maybe. I maybe. don't know. And, and, and anyway. I just, can, I just, can I just, I meant to this earlier, um, uh, d- 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 if anyone was offended by the bad language in that call, then you have my sincere apologies. Right, there we go. Yes. There you go. I wait to hear this call. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, I'll tell you what it is. I've, I've got a couple of things I wanted to uh, ask you about. Um, first of all, phone ring. Yes, film ring. I've got a good one. It I've sounds so much one. better in a Scottish accent. <laughs> it really does. Yeah, yeah, film ring. ring, okay, the new. Yes. Uh, right, listen, I've got a good one. It's called, it was actually premiered at the Edinburgh Film Festival last year. Mm. It was a, an independent film yeah. by Robert Carlyle, right? Yeah. And it's called The Legend of Barney Thompson. You heard that? Oh, do you know what? Um, that's on Netflix, isn't it? I'll tell you, watch it. It's a cracking. Is it good? Because it keeps it keeps popping up. Um, you might like this, and I normally I shun the Netflix recommendations. Right, but right, what, right. What, what what is it? It's right, got a moustache in it. Uh, Bobby Carlyle, he he plays the, the man, this uh, Barney Thompson. Yeah, and he's a wee uh, he's a wee. He has a moustache, um, doesn't he? No. Oh no. I don't know. Oh. No, 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 he doesn't. No, he okay. doesn't. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, anyway, he plays a barber um, yeah. in this, this barber shop in Glasgow. He's been there for years. Yeah. Um, he, he doesn't own the shop. The guy that owns the shop has since retired, and, and his boy is now running the shop. Yeah. So anyway, the boy comes to him one day and says, listen, Barney, he says, you've not got any chat. He says, the customers are uncomfortable around you. We're going to have to let you go, right? Uh-oh. So Barney is obviously not happy. He starts pleading. Um, there's a scene where he spills some water, um, just as he's been told that he's, he's going to get sacked. Um, so the, the, the son, the, 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 the shop owner, he goes to, to uh, wipe up this water, and, and uh, Barney Thompson says, oh, I'll get it, I'll get it. And sorry, there's a coming together between the two of them. They both slip on the water, and then... They land on the, on the ground, and then when Barney gets up, his hairdressing scissors have gone right Aye. through the heart. Hey, mate, spoiler alert! Aye, I know, I know. You asked me, you asked me. Well, yeah, I no, but well, there's no need to watch it now. No, listen, hey, there's, there's plenty more than that. There's plenty more. Anyway, right, I'll, I'll, I'll give it in a nutshell. He basically... No, no, don't give it in a nutshell, because I might watch it. This is not what film... <laughs> this is not what film ring is meant to be about! Right, all right then, right, all right then, full ring, legend of Barney Thompson. Uh, well, I, I will watch it. I am the right. gatekeeper to the ring yes. of film, OK? Aye. And Aye. I am the Aye. one who decides whether right. a film is discussed in the film ring or is dismissed from the film ring. Right. So I will be watching right. this. I will be watching this film. Um, right. Well, I won't get to watch a film now till Monday. I will be watching it next week and I will be reporting back. Have a look at it. I think you'll enjoy it. It's a cookie wee story, but it's, it's well acted. You've got Robert Carlyle, you've got Ray Winston, you've got Ashley Jensen, you've got Tom... What's his name? Robert Carlyle uh-huh. never really lived up to his expectation, did he? I don't know. He's done well. He went across to America and he, he was... Well, do you know this, this uh, legendary Barney Thompson? It was his uh, direct... Direct, was it directorial? Yeah, that directorial do, yeah, 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 debut, yeah. right? 
apart from allegedly had done a had directed a, a the Stargate. SG1 or whatever it's called <laughs> over in the States. Yeah, yeah, honestly. I'll tell you what, and a similar, you're talking, we're talking about... Uh, but Robert you look Carrell. at people, you look at people like Tim Roth, right, mm-hmm. and right. Um, Ray Winston, and right. I kind of lump all those people together, right, and they went off and they had TV series in the States and big movies, and Bobby Carlyle, he's, I mean, he's, he's a great actor, and it, it, but, I mean, really, what has he done? I bet he's got a great bank balance. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm not knocking him at all. He's, he, listen, he's achieved more in his life than I have. But um, but what do you think he's done, Rick? I mean, we're, we're, name 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 a, a big hit well, movie. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. Um, coming from Edinburgh, train spotting, right? Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. But the tra- train spotting was 25 years ago. Well, the, by the way, I've got a wee story with regard to train spotting. I had um, Ewan McGregor in the taxi on. Friday night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obi-Wan, yeah. They're, they're all up here filming uh, Trainspotting 2. Trainspotting 2 is happening as well. Right, That's incredible, right. yeah. Which comes off the back of it's the Urban Welsh book Porno. Um, oh. They're making into Trainspotting 2. So, aye, so everybody's... You can't move in Edinburgh just now for... Uh, for film crews and all this movie star, movies, movie star, real life movie star. It's, yeah, the, Holly- it's the Hollywood of the North. It's Edinburgh, <laughs> Edinburgh. <laughs> the Athens of the North. There the Athens go. of the North. That'll do it. The thing is, I'll tell you what, just a normal guy. But then again, honestly, and and this this might sound strange. I don't know. If, I don't know if any of your listeners agree. Uh, and, and perhaps you can tell me, coming from, from your point of view. Yes, sir. I don't understand the concept of being starstruck. Do you? Have you ever been starstruck? Yeah, do you know, I have a few times. I, I was lucky, right, because when I was a kid, my dad used to work at the BBC, so I got to hang out at the BBC as a kid, and I used to see, like, Tom Baker as Doctor Who and all these people wandering around. And so I kind of um, uh, think that most actors and, and, and singers are just like normal people. But every now and then, I will meet someone that leaves me quaking in my boots, Ringo Starr, the members of the Monkees, Andy Partridge, the first time I met him from XTC. Uh, you know, not the biggest stars in the world, but they left me... Come on, man. Seriously, Rocky, if Bob Dylan got in the back of your cab, hey, man, can you take me to get a real genuine uh, no, haggis? You would be sense. nervous. No, no, I wouldn't be nervous. No, I would, I would be... You'd sort of be a wee bit intrigued, though. Wow, well, there you go. There you go. And I'll tell you what hey, happened. Hey, man, I want to go and get a haggis. Can you take me to get a haggis? <laughs> By the way, someone somewhere will have that down as being a racist. Yeah, of course, of course they will. Of course they will against. Uh, uh, yeah, but uh, it won't be. It won't be a Scottish person, Rocky, because they'll all be too no. drunk or fighting to be listening Get and right. paying attention. Right. Rocky, thank you very much, mate. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Liam. Oh, hello. Hello, Liam. <laughs> hello. 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 Can you hear me? Just about. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm a I, first-time caller and absolutely petrified to speak to you. It's weird, isn't it? I, I, there's yeah. nothing I can say will we'll, we'll, we'll make that any easier. Yes, the f- there is. There are three words. Oh, hip, yeah. hip, hip. Um, hip, hip, hip! <laughs> there you go. And hip, the thing hip, is, hip. right, it'll go, we, we'll talk for a few minutes, and it, you know, it might be longer, it might be short, but for you, it'll, be, it'll feel like that. You'll, you'll put the phone down and you go, flipping it, that went quickly. What did we talk about? Um, it's the strangest, strangest experience phoning. And I get nervous when I phone up. I haven't done it for a long time, actually. But whenever I phone up radio stations, I get very nervous. My right leg starts twitching. I get short of breath. I can feel my heart going. It's, um, it's, it's weird, and you're ridiculous for doing it. But if you didn't do it, Liam, this show would be a whole lot different. So thank you. Do you remember man. the first time? Uh, yeah, yes, I do. I do. The first time for me, was at university. It was when um, there was a fire at Buckingham Palace 
and I phoned LBC. It was the same night I'd gone to see, interestingly enough, it was the same night I'd gone to see Glen Campbell in concert at the Royal Festival Hall, and he didn't play Wichita Lineman. And I met him okay. backstage, I met him at the stage door, and I said, Glen, I was only 20, Glen, Glen, why don't you play Wichita Lineman? Oh, I forgot to play that one. Anyway, Windsor Castle was on fire, and I went and phoned up the host who was on LBC, and I do not know who that host was he wasn't he's not a famous person and i was going to do it as a prank call and i bottled it liam i completely bottled it and in the end i ended up making the most stupid vacuous points ever um and i I put the phone down and that was it Uh, to be fair you've had hundreds of callers since then doing the same thing to you (laughs) vacuous points every day yes there may be something in that what have you got for us tonight liam well, I just must admit, I'm probably about two weeks behind because I'm catching up. Um, I've only just realised you're um, on a new radio station. I've listened to you before. I've never had the guts to actually call oh, you. nice one. And man. tonight, I was watching on Periscope um, for the first time because I was watching your love bombs a couple of weeks ago. Okay. And I had two things. Yeah. First one, I like time travel. I like lost. So let's go for a beer. Because <laughs> you said no one would dare call you to say that. Oh, no. So, it's no, it's no, 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 I've no. Got, I've got a Dharma jumpsuit. I had a Dharma jumpsuit, and I, got, I saw you. I got rid of it. Well, I, 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 my wife bought me one for my birthday, and then I got rid of it a few years ago. But I have worn a genuine Dharma jumpsuit. I've seen it. Yeah, man. I saw you in there. Yeah, yeah, in in Hawaii. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the lost, uh, the um, uh, um, uh, on set of the uh, the others' village. I was and I was very very nearly in an actual episode of Lost, and then a couple. I was going to be an extra in the back. Just just um, I was going to be riding a bike, and then a couple of um, proper actors kicked off and got stroppy because I wasn't part of the union. And the director Jack Bender, there's a name, um, had to take me to one side and say, "I'm really sorry, and we can't put you in an episode." A couple of people have got upset. Well, I've got I've got um, I've got one picture of you in that because yeah. my uncle was on the film set that day and taking pictures. Was all he of the really? Time. Yeah, I will, I will send it oh, to you. Oh, mate, I'd love a picture. I'd love a copy cool. of that. Thank you, man. Yeah, that would be wonderful. I will do it. The second thing is, and then I'm going to bail out and be gutless. Oh, no, mate, is, you've um, already... you've already Listen, you're offering me free stuff. You're already the best call of the night. This fella's uncle, Catherine, was on the set of Lost in Hawaii when I was there. He's got a picture of me in um, one of the Lost jumpsuits. No, he was a photographer. He was a photographer. That's brilliant. No, no he wasn't a photographer. Oh. He was he was on set taking pictures of someone else. Oh, oh, send it, mate. Get it over. I'd I'd, I'd love to have a look at that. Thank you, Liam. Done. It, it's not a great picture, but I recognise you in it. Yeah, I'd love that. Thank you, mate. But second thing is, yeah. two weeks ago, um, I'm so I'm two weeks behind catching up with the uh, podcast. Yes. And you played me a song, yeah. oh, you know, not just me, there, was, there, were, there were at least two or three other listeners, I'm sure, yeah. if not hundreds of thousands, um, um, from a band called Half, Half Man, Half Biscuit. Half Man, Half Biscuit, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I'm from Chatteris. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> so, I'm actually, I actually lived in that town and I never even knew that song existed. Oh, mate, Half Man, Half Biscuit. If their whole back catalogue wasn't so expensive, I would buy it all because... Um, it is absolutely um, um, nonsensical and wonderful. It's and weird. It's some of the best poetry. Yeah. That you. Hang on a minute. Hang on. Hang on. Let's, let's just. Uh, let's just. Um, for what oh, is? Don't don't do it because I, I I've already memorised the words and I've only learned it a day ago. Oh no. Hang on. Let's have let's let's, let's have a little listen. Hang on. A minute. Let's have, I'm just putting <sighs> this up on uh, the old uh, the old intranet. Come on. Be- beautiful tune. 
Oh, it's an advert. And it's an advert. What is this? What is this with the adverts on YouTube? Uh, right? YouTube. Tell me you, about it. you can't skip them anymore. I know. You have to wait for five seconds, then maybe you can no, skip it. This one is. I've got to watch the full twenty seconds. It's for blooming sweeties as well. I'm more. I'm more worried that they seem to be able to track what I'm watching. So they're putting adverts on. I'm thinking, oh. have they? No, I like that sort yeah. of stuff. Here we go. Hang on. Here we go. Here we go. The great line: There was, uh, there was a drive-by shouting once. Car crimes low, the gun crimes lower. The town hall band CD into grower. You never hear a phone getting knocked on the bunch. Although there was a drive-by shouting once, but there's a brass band everywhere, and I don't drive, so I don't care. And as a nightingale sang in Berkeley Square, what's chatterers if you're not? Weavers, cottages devoid of tenants A market town that lacks quintessence That's chatterers without your presence Three good butchers, two fine chandlers An indoor pool and a first-class cake shop Ofsted plaudits, envy of the fans Crick barriers at both ends But what's chatterers if you're not there? 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 Oh, thank you for that, Liam. Sorry, sorry. Just wanted to remind you of such a beautiful tune, <laughs> Wicked. Um, last thing, then I'm shooting. Go on. Um, don't. Well, don't you, go Ian. shooting. Oh, you mean you? Oh, shooting no, no, no. Okay. Not going to go shooting. Okay. Not going to go shooting. No. Not right there. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to send you a picture, but I'm also going to send you a Wicked video of. Um, I saw a video of you on the cable car. I've got an exact same video <laughs> of me oh, exactly. on a cable car too. We should go and hang so, out. I think we could be really good friends. Well. Oh, I'm sorry, you've been cut off. Thank you, Liam. It was a good first call, mate. Well done. 0844 Although, hang on, forget that I just gave you that phone number. Don't call in for a bit, because um, the, the way things happen now is we, we'll take a little break, we'll play some adverts, and we'll, we'll take the news. Um, and then the last hour of the show is uh, completely different, but sort of similar but a little bit different to the first two hours of the show. Instead of everybody that's come on so far has kind of been cued. You phone up, you speak to Catherine and the producer, and um, then uh, she will call you back. The last hour of the show isn't like that, in that you call up and you can be anonymous, you can use a different name, you can use no name, and we'll take your call straight to air. Confused? You will be. I will explain more uh, in just about, oh, about four minutes. Talk Radio. So, for the next hour of the show, I'll kind of look through the papers, I'll chat to Catherine, and you're more than welcome to kind of chip in as much or as little as you uh, want. It really is as simple as that. Um, 0844 499 1000. Don't call, though, until I tell you to, all right? 
Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a better version of this. Hang on. It's doing that thing that sometimes when people upload crappy versions of things to YouTube, Mm -hmm. you can always tell, we're eating an apple, this is going to be a chance for us to have a snack. You can always tell when a radio station has just downloaded something from YouTube because it sounds all tingly, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that was a tingly version. I couldn't have sat... It's such a good song, I couldn't have sat through four minutes of that. Let's try this version, hang on. Are you going to play? Yeah, this is much better. better. i 
that'll do, wouldn't it? That'll do. No, we're doing start again. XTC, isn't it? That was XTC. Good. That was the song that um, uh, one of their last sing- I th- was it that maybe in the last single they released maybe. Um, I'm going to say '96. I'm kind of making these dates up. 1996, and they really thought they'd had years of like bubbling and bubbling and having a few hits in America. And, and Annie Partridge really thought this is it. I've, I've written the perfect pop song. This is going to be the big hit. And Virgin, the record label that they were with, first of all, I don't think they wanted to release it as a single. And then they only released like 10,000 copies or something like that, so it could never be a hit. So, maybe about 94. So, in fact, what did it say on here? You can tell me what date you were released. No. 1992. Wow, okay. Oh. That was a white miles out. So then they went on strike. For four years. Wow. For four years, because they wanted to be released from their recording contract, and Virgin said, well, no. And they didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. Maybe even longer. It was maybe seven years or something. No, I've know. not had many dealings with Andy Partridge, yeah. but um, the ones I have, um, he's not a man to be messed with, is he? Oh, no, no. He knows what he wants. Yeah. And, um, and he'll say it. And he'll say it. And um, he's also delightful. He's, yeah, he's absolutely. He's delightful and charming. But he's, um, he, um, he, I'm gonna, mm, I'm, I'm about to bandy the G word around and I don't, I, I, I think the G word, the genius word is used way too often. No, I'm not going to bandy it around, but he's a bloody good pop writer. Mm-hmm. I, one of the best, I would say. But I like him because he says that he's very direct. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's good. Oh, look, someone's calling in. Let's see who this is on line one. You're on the wireless. Yeah. Very oh, you sati- know who did that? Very satisfied. Well, Kay says she did. Kay's a fantasist. She, for example, says she's on playing the bass line on Good Vibrations. No, she's not. She says she's playing the bass line on... Um, um, these boots are made for walking. No, she's not. She might be, I don't know. She, but she makes up a lot of songs that she's on that she's not. And she sent me a really sweary email. Yeah, I remember. But this refers to, thank you, this, um, it's, I played this the other day with my friends when we just had the guitars out. It's a very satisfying bass line to play. She might be playing bass on this, actually. First time I ever saw Glenn Campbell, he didn't play this. I was 20 years old. I went and saw him at the Royal Festival Hall on my own. I did a lot of things on my own. And I went and stayed at the stage door to meet him. And I recorded it. I had a recording of it somewhere on cassette. And then loads of my cassettes got, got thrown out, and including that one. And I said to him, Glenn, why didn't you play Wichita Lineman? Oh, didn't I play it? I forgot to play it. Oh, no. I forgot to play his biggest hit. He forgot to play his biggest hit. What year was that? Uh, 94. Is that before he was obviously He was Ill? probably, well, 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 was it, you know, was it the start or was he, was he on drugs? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Line two, you're on the wireless. Oh no, I've bottled it. Okay. Um, also in the audience that evening were Chris Evans and his then wife, Carol McGiffin. And I remember a woman shouting at Chris Evans as they were leaving the Royal Festival Hall, banging on him for talking during the performance. Oh dear. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. Hi, guys. Um, yeah, um, you, I have to disagree with you, Ian. I'm sorry about this, but You're you gave yourself five out of ten for the first hour. I think I said five and a half. Five and a half, and I'd, I'd give you a good eight. I'll give you, mm. I'll give you one. 
And uh, it was good. It was very good. Uh, it was just what I liked to hear. Well, and the other thing is... You're wrong, but um, <laughs> I was um, I was trawling around the um, periscope. Yes. You know, you can you can go yes. and see what's playing. See, see what's what and what's not, and what's hot and what's not. Yes, exactly. And um, I found a couple of things, and one of them was the, um, the BBC World Service does a, a live programme in the mornings oh, yeah. on Periscope. Yeah, and the thing is, the funny thing is, they do it actually in the newsroom, not oh. in a studio. Oh. How strange is that? So well, maybe you're lucky to have a studio well, we, 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 Yes, but we have to... Swap, hot seat is the technical term. When yeah. With, with, with Johnny and Ash, and it stinks in here <laughs> with men and fags. Well, that's not just them, though, is it? It's a whole day's worth of well, hairy it's Julia, men. Julia Hartley Brewer. Yeah, and a window that won't open. Yes, I know. That's annoying, the window won't open. Years ago, when I used to work at XFM, we could open the window. And we'd often open the window, and the sounds would... would you'd have, like, traffic. It was right in, it was in Leicester Square, I think. And you'd hear Leicester Square floating up through the window. It's Wonderful. Brilliant. We once... We were on the... I think we were on the fifth floor, the third floor. Let's say fourth. And we did a competition once where we had a basket on, the, on some rope, and we just put some CDs in it and lowered it down. And when we felt a tug... Um, that meant that the person had come and claimed prizes, and then we pull it up, and the CDs are gone. And we did that. Those are the days. You used to be able to smoke in the studio as well. Blimey, great days. <laughs> Any, anyway, has that answered your question? Good, thank you. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hip 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 hip. hip. Hello. Oh, pardon me. Did you just drop one then? Windy pops. A little bit of windy pops, a little bit of cotton head just before you came on there. These things. Um, yeah. It's- just a, a, a potential one or two for the film round. Oh, yeah. Fil- fil- film you mean ring. Film ring. Let's get it right. Film ring, I apologise. You I will. Apologize. You will. Um, yeah, no, um, I don't know if you're uh, familiar with the, the film Session Nine. Session Man. Session Nine, sorry. Session Nine. Sorry, it's my northern tones. I'm not enunciating properly. Spell, spell the word after the word Session. Uh, nine and nine. November, I get to go. No, I haven't. What is what is session nine about? I like the title. It sounds it, like it reminds me of Slaughterhouse Five, which is a great book and not such a good film. But yes. Well, I'll set the scene. Please do. Um, it's, do, it's, do you want some spooky mu- with some spooky music? Set the scene better. Oh yes, yes, that would do very nicely. Oh, excellent! Here we go. Away you go, yeah. An old psychiatric hospital is being converted by a group of uh, um, fibre workers, as they call them in America, uh, just contractors. Um, and they've been be given the task of turning it into a uh, health farm. Um, the man in charge is basically, uh, he's, he's at his wit's end. He's uh, recently had a child, he's desperate for money, so he put in a contract job for, I think it's about two weeks or a week, no, that's it, a week to do a job, which is a very big job. Yeah. And one of his... Uh, one of he's his he's basically... Was... He basically... He's um, promised more than he can deliver to get the job, hasn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. desperate for the... He, he, he has said he can do the... He can get the, rid of the asbestos and do all the, the rebuilding and all this stuff in less than a week. And, what, it would probably take, what, three weeks? I think the Conservative... Uh, well, probably the Liberal estimate would have been a month, but wow. he said he's, he's got a big enough crew, Jeez. he's going to get an extra man in. Yeah. Um, but one of his regular crew, who was a former law student, yeah. finds a uh, a box full of tapes. Oh. Um, 
spools of tape mm. labelled session one mm. through to nine. Wow. So, what happens next? Well as, the, well, as the week goes on, he listens to the uh, the tapes and in some way it either connects to what's going on or is completely unconnected. But it, it's a very good film, which basically... It's, it's kind of, however, not spoiling anything, but it kind of leaves it up in the air as to whether it's all in the mind or whether it's... Well, you yeah. spoilt it... Well, hang on a second. You spoilt it slightly there. No, no, I mean, all that really happens in the first 15 minutes, really. Oh, oh wow. Um, okay. Yeah, and it goes on from there. It's, uh, it's excellent. It stars Peter Mullen, the uh, Scottish actor... Mm. My name is Joe. Who is? Can I? Can I? The, the, the question that I ask everybody these days when it comes to films is: Can I watch it on Netflix? I, I don't know if it's on Netflix. It, it's one of those kind of very rare films. I used to regularly rent it from. Uh, I Blockbuster. I um I had an Amazon package. I had a great oh I had a, oh I had a great win on eBay. Oh, did you? George Harrison box set. It's the later albums, uh-huh. five albums and a DVD. On Amazon, it goes for like hundred quid. 30 quid. Are they crazy? Boom! Boom! The guy was furious that I'd won it at such a low price. Boom! So it didn't get stolen. No. I won something once on Amazon, uh, Amazon, eBay, as a, like, and it was a massive, it was a steal. Yeah. That got stolen. He was, he did say, I only accept check. Well, I instantly looked at the advert. It said PayPal. So I paid a me, I paid them my PayPal. And I went, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I know. You're digging this. I said, I'm sorry, man. The advert said PayPal. I've, I've literally just paid PayPal. I've just seen your email about the cheque. He said, well, I don't accept PayPal. I said, well, I've just paid PayPal. He went, oh. Why do you think he was doing that? Well, so you could say it was lost. Upon, well, because who's got... Pages upon pages are terms and conditions. That's, yes, you know, exactly. It's not buyer beware, it's seller beware. Yeah, yeah exactly. boom. Who, who's, who has got a chequebook these days? Me. Well, I've got one, but I always... It takes me five cheques to warm up. It really it, it does. Yeah, no. Five cheques to warm up. There we go. Um... It's on Amazon for £111.34. Oh, he's sick as a dog. Lady, ladies and gentlemen, I got it for £30 plus £3.50 postage and packing. But the point of it is... Yowza trousers. Yowza trousers. Yowza, yowza trousers. It's in the boot of my car. I won't, I'll never play it. Um, I've got the bird's box set on the floor of my car and I still don't play it. Um, but the point of it is, point of the story is, I also got um, a package from Amazon and I thought, oh, what's this? And I opened it and there's some books and three DVDs. And I thought, I don't remember ordering three DVDs. I've ordered Dog Day Afternoon, so maybe it's one of them. But I don't know what they are. And I couldn't be bothered. I couldn't even bother to get them out and have a look at them. I went, oh, I'll do that later. That is insanity, God, isn't it? Decadence, that. That is decadence. That oh, is... it is. That's the, it's the other half. That is, that's 1%. Yeah. Well, got, I couldn't afford to do that when I was working at BBC Local. Now I'm on, on national commercial. Roll, I'm rolling in it. He's rolling in DVDs. He's not even opened. Well, thank you for that. I'm, that was, that was, I enjoyed that. 0844 499 Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0844-499-1000. This, this, this Tim Lovejoy thing, I think, is incredible, right? This is a quote from him talking about how he met his best friend, right? My best friend is Mike. My best friend is Mike. When I presented Soccer AM on Sky Television years ago, he phoned the show and asked if we could meet, thinking we'd have a lot in common. I was a little wary, but we hit it off immediately. We've been best mates ever since. That's weird! Yeah. That's weird! I, but, but is it weird? Is it not... Oh, God, I'm so good. What? What have you done? I am about to become a dot-com millionaire. Right, go on. Tinder, but for guys, and not in a grinder kind of way. Mm-hmm. And do it for girls. Himda. No, no, mates. 
Call it mates with a Z, right? <laughs> mates. And you type in your interest, you have a picture, right? Because none of us want ugly mates, right? So you, well, you, you do this scrolly thing. You well, go, you don't want look. ugly, but you don't want more attractive. No, I don't mind. I, I want people of my level, a nine or a, or a ten. Well, what are you talking so about? You then swipe, you, it, it brings swipe, you down. You want to be the swipe, better looking mate. Swipe, swipe. Oh, they look like they could be an interesting guy. Let me check the, the thing. Oh, no, they like football. Swipe, swipe. Oh, that could be a good friend. Oh, he likes time travel films and Xbox. Yeah, all right. Ding. Send a little that's contact. That's the way it will go in the future. And they, that, well, that's what I want. I want. I want. Forget all this sex. And filthy sex and romance and filthy romance. <laughs> mates. Just mates. And that's what that's that'll be the that'll be the advert. That that'll be the advert on telly. It'd be someone going it'd be me looking straight at the camera going, forget all this sex and <laughs> filthy sex and forget all this romance and filthy romance. It's just mates, isn't it? And then the um, the logo would be like a logo, like the Twitter logo or the Facebook logo, but or the Instagram logo. But better. But better. Mm-hmm. And then you download it on your phone, and then just mates. What Everyone's would the logo be? Um, Hand shaking hands. No, 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 no. That's for another app I'm working on. Um, that's I'm going to try and get uh, well peace. Um, <laughs> it would be. Is it going to be peace with a with a with a sir rather than a curly curl? It's supposed to be a curly cake. Oh, it's peas. What are you doing mates with the Z? doing something about peas pudding. That's another app I'm working on. Peaspudding.com. <laughs> um, let me just take this call because I want to treat someone sensible. Yes, line one. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. hip, hip, hip. Do you, would you sign up for my app, mates? It's just mates, isn't it? Yeah, you'd be a bit my mate, won't you? No, well, no, whoa, no, 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 whoa, no, no, whoa, no, 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 Jumping no. the gun there. It would be it, it would be unethical for me as the CEO of Mates to uh, <laughs> to have it, any mates to develop. No, 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 to develop any friendship with any sad sack dumb enough to sign up to my app. Oh no, I've just done a ratna. <laughs> I've just done a a ratnophobia. There's oh, another app I'm working yeah, on. Yeah, excellent. A ratnophobia. Right, well, he's down. I won't sign up for that one. No, don't sign up for that one. What you got for us, caller? Uh, well, I was just going to say, you, you were right about one thing. The old uh, shaky leg thing gets going, doesn't it, when you phone up for the first time? Yeah, it does, That's doesn't it? it? It's a really odd, it's a really odd phenomenon. I didn't think I would, but then it did, you know. So it's, uh, but there you go. Yeah, well, you, you've done it. Oh, look, here's a picture of, uh, you know Luke, who calls us up? Yeah. Um, and yeah. does the drawings. Yeah, the one that's got the editors, the group. Uh, pop yeah, yeah, yeah. Group, he's... he just sent me a picture of him. Can I have a look? Yeah, come Cause around. Because he yeah. reckons he looks like, uh, he looked like, what's that porn uh, actor called? Well, he didn't Not like... porn, like romantic, muscly man. Well, uh, uh, can you... Because he uh... reckons he looked like him when he was younger. Oh, ah, yeah. That's what I thought. That's not what I thought at all. Mm. That's not what I thought at all. He's a kind of... I don't magic, know. magic, magic. What have you called him for, man? Just, just one thing. I've been dying to ask you this for like years and years and years and years. You know, back back when you did the um, the LBC. Yes. And um, you know when they, they they got took over or bought out or something, didn't they? At some point. Did and you you often tease the fact that oh, one day you'll do like a, a regular radio show, a straight show. Just Globo something. Globotech took them over. Yes. Yeah. For like, for like a, a couple of weeks, did did you do like a. A not like a in quote unquote normal radio show. Do I, I remember that wrongly? You've remembered it you know? wrongly. Um, we, I think we. Or did you do it on purpose? Did, what, what, are you, okay, we did at least once that I can think of, possibly twice, but I, definitely once we did a straight. When I was doing the drive time show on LBC, the, the, right? The, so imagine yeah. this: this in the afternoon on a really 
straight news station. It was this, but even more manic, right? Mm-hmm. And we did once, Chris and I, my producer, we did a straight, proper drive-time show, and we had a barbershop quartet. It's a trick I like to pull out every now and then. It always makes me laugh, and it always divides the audience quite a lot. Even the people that like to think they get me don't get that. Um, and we had a barbershop quartet, and we had a showbiz expert in, and I think we had someone talking about dogs and stuff like that. So we did that then. The last few weeks... Of my tenure at LBC, before I handed in my notice and gave them a month's notice, and then they phoned me up after that last show and said, don't ever come back again. Um, <laughs> the show was being channelled into... It was still kind of my show. Get this right. The boss yeah. would phone up my producer during the show and say, why is he talking about this? Get him to stop doing it oh, now. Oh, blimey. Um, and so the last couple of weeks were very, very uncomfortable for everybody. <laughs> everybody. I seem, to remember you, you, I seem to remember you used to spend, not you, but like, Everybody seems to spend forever explaining the rules of like phoning in and competitions and stuff like that. Oh, we had to. Well, they, well, they, yeah. they were trying to make money doing competitions. Here's the thing, right? This is when I knew my days at LBC were ended, right? It was, so it was taken over by Globotech, and it was going to be. Is that a real thing? No. Um, right. It was global, but I called it Globotech. Well, it sounds like Nick from evil, another yeah. show. And um, Richard Park was like the boss, yeah. right? And. I'd met Richard years ago, and he didn't like me because I, I, I refused to do the XFM breakfast show years and years ago. I didn't fancy doing it at all. Right, so we're doing the show, and as a, as a, as a stunt, we got this 17-year-old ginger kid to come in and host the show. Right, he used to call up as a, as a character called G-Man, right? And he was hit and miss, but the hits were, were, were really good, and I thought it was worth a punt. So G-Man, this kid, he's, he's now like a director or something, was, was in the studio there... And I was kind of sat in the corner, not even near a microphone, right? And Chris, the agent Chris, the producer, was on the other side and putting the calls through. And he was going, right, OK, we got, um, OK, we got Verinda. Verinda, what is it you want to say, you muppet, right? And then I saw, I could see Chris, but I couldn't see the rest of the control room. Mm-hmm. And I saw Chris look behind him and then turn and look at me. And he was just staring at me. And I was thinking, OK, right, anyway, carry on. And I kind of ignored it. I ignored it for 10 minutes, right? Then we went to an ad break, and I went. I got up to go and ask Chris what was going on, and sat just to his right out of my vision was Richard Park, ah! watching the <laughs> whole thing. He was not amused oh dear. at all. And I thought, oh, well, it's been nice working here for the last four years. I better start looking for another job, which is what I did, and I got out of there. Does that answer the question? That's a, that's a cracking answer. And it, it, of course, the drive, the drive time show was responsible for one of the greatest ever radio bits was the um the, the the trip to morocco oh man alive right let me <laughs> indulge me right the trip to morocco is probably the best thing i've ever done on radio right where i agree that was fantastic oh, i was we... driving around i was driving around listening to that like you know barely, the number of people of that. the number of people that fell for it basically we pretended we'd gone to morocco to do a show right and it was perfect chris and, and lady alex who was the tech op um, they messed with the, the the tone, so it sounded really yeah. tinny. It sounded like it was. Did it was. Did, did you have music? Like, yeah, yeah, we had we, we had market yeah. sound in the background wow. yeah. and like <laughs> music, all that kind of music, just in the background. And it was a really thin signal, right? So mm-hmm. it sounded like, like we were a broadca- OB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we were broadcasting aboard, and we had um, a belly dancer, and we had um, a, a Moroccan chef, and we had a Moroccan singer, I think. And hardly anyone picked up on the fact that w- we were based in Labrick Grove then. 
hardly anyone picked up on the fact that I said, would say to the, the dancer, well, you, you also, you run a studio in Shepherd's Bush as well, don't you? <laughs> in the restaurant. You also have a restaurant. And we did it. And we, um, we dropped the signal and we went to the emergency tape. Because awesome. the signal, we had silence for 30 seconds and the emergency tape kicked in and we came back broadcasting as though we hadn't known that anything had happened. It was wonderful. We did it on a Friday night, right? And um, I went and saw my mum the next day and she said, oh, you got back quick. I said, what? She said, you got back from Morocco quick. I said, mum, it was a fake. And so even today I still get people going, did you really go to Morocco or not? And uh, yeah, oh, I love that. I'm glad you reminded me of that. No, that was I'd no, that's you... off. That, that was that was that was gold. That oh, well, was really well. Thank you, man. Thank you very much that. indeed. Listen, I'm going to move on because we've got um, more people. Going. That was so much fun. And I remember I was going to do some cover shifts at Six Music shortly after that, and I had to go and speak to the compliance team, the legal team, and um, we were kind of establishing what the rules were mm-hmm. because they knew that I'd done some kind of far out stuff, man, in their opinion. And I said, oh, by the way, um, just we did this thing where we pretended to go to Morocco. Would we be allowed to do that on the BBC? They said, no, you could, you could never do that on the BBC. No, that would be um, firing Mis- people's imaginations. Yeah, That's be, not allowed. be misleading. You're not, you're not allowed to lie on BBC radio. Yeah, so, but, but, but where's, hang on, where's, where's the fun? Where's, where's the fun? Lying on radio is, the, is the, the fun bit. Although it turns out that telling the truth is even more fun. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hey, Ian. Hey. 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 I've been... Suggestions are film for your film club. Oh yeah, well, calling it film ring. Let's. I, I really want to. Uh, be strict about the. I branding. know the title film ring has come from a misogynistic racist, um, but I, I, I still think it's a good title. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got a ring. Yeah. It's got a ring about it. It's it's like a documentary, but turned into a film. Oh yeah, go on. What's it called? It's, impo- it's called the Imposter. The Imposter. Oh. Yeah, it's about the guy who pretended he was an American child, what? who forged his way into America because he was actually Spanish. Oh, oh yeah, this, this looks brilliant. I, I'll read the description. I've never heard of this, or this story. A documentary centred on a young man in Spain who claims yeah. to a grieving Texas family he is their 16-year-old son who's been missing for three years. <gasps> 7.5 on IMDb. That's almost unprecedented. Oh, let's have a bit of that. Where, where did you... Where, have you seen... You've obviously you've seen it. This sounds brilliant. Yeah, yeah I have seen it. I lint from it. It's, it's not you, is it? Of course I've been on. Oh, OK. You're not, you're not the imposter, are you? No, I lint from it from a BFI course. Oh. Now, I've got here that... Uh, it, no, it's a... Um, I've got. Is it a, a film or a documentary? It's a documentary, but very cinematic. It's been reconstructed. All right. I'm. I'm. I'm all right. I'm going to invent. What was your name, caller? My name's Evan. Evan. All right, Evan. Listen, I'm going to look into that. Thank you very much. That's an excellent suggestion. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I've just bought it for ninety-seven pence. Well, I've added something else to the basket that I didn't want to uh, edit basket. Delete that, because that's £8.99. I'm not prepared to spend that on a film. 97 pence. The imposter film ring is shaping up nicely. Line one, you're on the wireless. That's, oh, strong. That is fantastic. Let that be First a First time caller, long time listener. Well, OK, you've let yourself down Good there. Good night. Okay, well, that was, I mean, okay, that was a hit and run. I like that. Two things. First thing, 
the, the opener there was a real inspiration to any he, anybody. We've had some real limp. We've had a we even had a hip hip tonight. Outrageous. Limp, limp. That was powerful. He strode into the room there, didn't he? He got one thing wrong. Long time. It's um, first time caller. First long time. Long time listener. First time caller. Let's let's get it right. Long time listener. First time caller. Let's try um, this one. Line one. You're on the wireless. Good morning, Ian. Oh, oh. jeez. Oh, Ian again. Right. <laughs> Weirdos in the BBC. What about Lord Rees? He was weird right from the very beginning. They want your founding... Well, the BBC's founding father. Now what to do with us anymore? Uh, read back into Rees. Rees. Lord Rees. Have you been... Have you been... announced that an evening suit, even though there was only a daft radio. Have you been... Have you been drinking? No, no, I haven't, no. No. Would you like to be? No. I'm going to be right awake tomorrow morning to get over there and vote. OK, well, OK, we can't talk about that because it's midnight. We can't, even, we can't even allude to it, so don't allude to oh, it. Oh, dear, isn't it terrible? No, I don't want to know, but as I say, have a look into Lord, Lord Reith's life and you'll find some right funnies there. All right, well, thank bye you bye. very, thank you very much. Tip. Bye-bye. <laughs> um, line two, you're on the wireless. Hip, hip, hip. After... The hip, hip, hip we recently had, just two calls ago, that was a little bit pathetic. That spoilt it for that everyone, hasn't has it? That really let the air out of the balloon. Fellas, what do you expect if you work seven nights a week oh. doing cartoon here we, drawings? Here we go, here we go. Oh, it turns out The Imposter's on Netflix, and I've just spent 97 pence on it. Well, stop it, you can cancel it quick. Oh. Quick, quick, quick. Flipping it. Quick. Oh, um... But then you can borrow it then. All right. There we go. You see, and then you don't. You're going to charge me a pound. I need to borrow it. Yeah, totally rental. You don't <laughs> get the extras on Netflix. No. You don't get the. I mean, I don't watch the extras. The extras. It's like the alternative. I'd like to. Um, mm. I'd like to. Is it? Is it the? Is the right? You talk to Catherine. So I need to see if I need to cancel this. All right, Luke. How's that uh, puma? Yeah, looking like I've seen it for a few weeks. It doesn't exist. So. Mm. I thought I'd phone up, just, yeah. uh, you know, really? so you know what I look like. The ugly Muppet. I am. No, I wouldn't say ugly at all, would you? You did say, off air, you said that's ugly. No, I never. And I said that was unfair. No, I never said that. Yes, you did. I was reaching for the film star that you look like. Um, Robert Redford. No. The guy in Mask. No. That's Eric Stoltz. Well, Eric Stoltz. when I was young, my, my aunt reckoned uh, I look like the kid from the Milky Bar advert. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they reckon. They were going to put me in for the adverts. Oh, mate. Well, they had a kid for the adverts, the Milky Bar kid. Yeah, that's what they were going to... They said they were going to uh, try and get me into a... An audition. For them, mm. so I thought... Yeah, audition. So I thought phone up, you know, so you know what I look like, and... Uh, we can keep a lookout for you. some time to uh, do your drawings, the pair of you, because I need to get details... The, uh, can I just say, guys, The Imposter is not on um, uh, Netflix, so everybody who lied to me, thank you. But there is a film called Imposter, um, Imposter spelled incorrectly, but it sounds brilliant. Listen to this, Luke, you'll like this. In, 2070, what? In 2079, a well-respected scientist with the perfect life wakes up one morning to find himself suspected of being a replicant planted by aliens. That sounds balls. That is tomorrow sorted. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you very much indeed.
Anyway, Luke. Yeah. Hello. I'm still here. Hello? 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 Is anyone there? Hello? I'm still awake. Is anyone there? Or am I just talking to myself again? Yeah. I'm so confused. Yeah. You scared him off. For who's? What you got for us, Luke? Too much snoring. What you got for us? Well, I said, I thought phone up so you know what I look like, and uh, I'll let you know when the uh, pair of your drawings are done. Can I just say you've 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 you, you've sent us a tweet? Yeah. That makes me uncomfortable. In oh. my in my willy. <laughs> oh God, what? May I read it? May I read it, Luke? Of course, that does. He's re- he sent us a, a, a tweet. I know I look very ugly, capitals ugly, and I am working on your drawings. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, so I will let you pair know when when they're done. He uses a word to describe me and a the word drawing. to describe me, and they are in capitals. Legend for me. Yeah, and what word do you use to describe Catherine? Well, she might come round and beat me up, but I don't say it. Say it. Or cut me off. Say it. I said, as I keep saying on Twitter, she's a beautiful princess and a beautiful goddess. Goddess. <laughs> oh, God! And that picture, let, let me... <laughs> that picture you sent of yourself... Yeah? Wasn't... I know I look ugly. No, no, you don't look ugly. You're a fine-looking fella. But that picture wasn't for me, was it? No. That picture was for you, so you know what goddess. I look like. Who's doing the drawings? Paddy Considine, that's what he looks like. But that... But that wasn't... You know, yeah, fine, it was, I, I would got to see it, but I wasn't your true intended audience. No, it wasn't for you. It was like for you, was for like, the goddess. So you know what I look like. Who's doing the drawings? It was for the goddess. Oh, so she's laughing her head off. Well, I'm a bit embarrassed. She doesn't get chatted I've up very often. I've been called a goddess this week. Beautiful goddess in another... Flipping heck. Another one. I think I might be in. Fadoos. <laughs> nice one, Luke. Thank you, mate. 0844 Late night, Ian Lee. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. This is why, you know, I'm, I'm now chatting on Twitter to Dennis from Dr. Hook. And other things um, about documentaries that we like. And we're talking about Capturing the Freemans. And then he mentions Grey Gardens, which is one of my favourite films. Right, I haven't seen that. Oh, did I not lend it to you? No, I think you talked about Oh, it's, it's I mean, it's hard work. But it's, the, the Grey Gardens is directed by the Maisels, the Maisel brothers. I think 
one of them's dead. They who, who have made some amazing films. They also what else did the Maisels do? They did Gimme Shelter, which is the documentary of the Rolling Stones tour in of the States in 1969. I don't like the Stones, but it's an amazing film because yeah. they play a gig, a free gig at Altmont. It's like it's like it's it's um kind of been subheaded. This was the gig that the 60, when the sixties died. And the Stones, it's like a hundred thousand people, and only security they've got is Hell's Angels, right? And it is the most the concert footage. I, don't, I hate the Stones, but the concert footage from that, right, is terrifying because it's this tiny stage, and the Stones are playing, and there's these Hell's Angels on the stage with the Stones. It's not even a proper stage, and there's one guy who is completely wasted, just staring at Jagger, and then. A black guy, it's relevant. Um, there's a there's a fight. In, I can't. I haven't seen the song. There's a fight in the audience, mm-hmm. and you see, you see it all. It's incredible. You see a black guy get. I think he gets beaten up by a couple of Hell's Angels. So he pulls out a knife. Wow. Hell's Angel shoots him, and you see it kills him. And then it cuts to Mick Jagger watching that footage in the edit suite. It is incre- It's such a dark film. It's so dark. They also did another film. The Maisels did was the first uh, uh, tour. They filmed the first Beatles tour of the US in 1964. They're brilliant. The Maisels. What else did they do? They did. Oh, oh, salesman. Uh, hang on a minute. I've got to tweet Dennis. Salesman, which is a wonderful documentary. Right. It's so good. Right. Um. It's um, about door-to-door Bible sellers. Right. In It's got to be the 60s. It's black and white. It's got to be the 60s because in one house they go into, someone's playing a really loud Muzak version of Yesterday. So it's got to be 65. And, um, you know, no one's buying Bibles door-to-door. And, well, you know, um, I think your husband would really like... I, I've got to wait till my husband comes back. Well, you know, I think it will be a nice surprise... If we've got a really good payment plan, it's been blessed by the pulp. It's 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 such a good film. I lend you Salesman. That's yeah. even better than Grey Gardens. It is just um, oh, it's it's a masterpiece. And you don't get documentaries like that very often. I'm looking forward to seeing the Louis Theroux Scientology film. But this was in um, documentaries were like a big that uh, they were a big thing, and people would go to the cinema to see a documentary and now they get shown at I 11 o'clock on a, on a on well we went, both have been through a big nick broomfield yeah he needs to do a new one he did a new one recently i think it's on netflix actually again he did one recently about slum housing i think all right i'll have to I'll check have it out i have to check it out line one you're on the wireless hip 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 ho 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 father christmas here oh hello father christmas um, I wanted to put, give you my input for a film ring film. Yes. Um, it's uh, it's one that I used to watch a bit in my youth, a long time ago. Yeah. And uh, almost certainly you're going to get through uh, a box of tissues. Steady. Uh, it's Emmanuel. Oh, dearie me. Dearie me dearie Hello? Me, dearie me. Um. Oh, wait, for, come on, guys, we can do better than that. Come on. I, uh, 
we could see that one coming a mile off. In, I was about to that say that, joke, and then I stopped. Even that joke's better than that. <laughs> oh, wait, four 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 nine nine um, one thousand. And another great documentary. And Dennis, thank you for reminding me this. And I've told you about this. Mm. And and uh, is the uh, and neither of us like Bob Dylan, but the Bob Dylan film by D. A. Pennybaker, "Don't Look Back," which is his tour of Britain, Britain, and guessing in sixty four. Have you said he's really obnoxious in it? <sighs> In part he is, in part he's hilarious, in part he's stoned or speeding, in part he's a young man who thinks the whole pop world is ridiculous um, and is enjoying the circus around him. I mean, it's brilliant because Donovan's in it, sucking up to him. I mean, it's uh, there's a brilliant scene where um, um, Dylan's reading like the news and he goes, "Who's this Donovan guy?" Oh, he's he's a singer songwriter, you know. He's good. And then then Donovan meets him, and Donovan's like, he basically got his tongue right up Dylan's backside. Mm. It's such a good film. It's and uh, it, 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 it's um got a really weird scene as well, where um the mayor of a town introduces Dylan to her three sons. And I've watched this so many times, and I'm sure she says, and I, we watched this at college, we would dissect this scene. These are my three sons. This is Stephen, Stephen and Stephen. <laughs> I'm sure she says that. It is a, it is really is absolutely brilliant. And, and, and Dylan is acerbic and nasty and charming and all of these things in it. There's one scene where him and Alan Price... Um, the keyboard player from The Animals, a bullying backstage at this concert, just bullying this guy from, like, a university magazine. And it's it's so uncomfortable and amazing that... Because you never see pop stars... Now, ev- everything you see a pop star do is, is, is micromanaged, right? The fact that they're doing this on camera and the guy goes... Um, <laughs> But Bob, I don't know. I don't know why you're doing this to me. I've, I've, I've just come here. I just want to. Int- it's it's absolutely wonderful. Yes, line one. Hip hip hip. Hip hip hip. Uh, Ian, I've got a bone to pick with you. Okay, go on. Um, about a decade ago, I was listening to the radio. Here we go. Yes. And I thought you went to Morocco, and I've been telling people. Well, I remember telling my friends at the time. You know, listen to the program. It's great. Oh, they went to Morocco. Oh. It's a lie. It's all a lie. It 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 was an absolute lie. Yes. And I've I I I phoned in about ten years ago, and now this is I I feel oh man I've waited a long time to this isn't what I thought I'd say next. I've so. I've, I've I've let you down, haven't I? Uh, yeah, a little, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'm I'm, so, yeah. I'm I'm sorry about that, and I I, I really I really am. Um, I wonder if this will come across on um, on. On here, hang on. This is this is the interview from that from that film, Bob Dylan being interviewed. Whack up a bit, please. So this is Bob Dylan, Alan Price backstage, and there's a young student interviewing them. You didn't have any friends. I can't remember having any friends. Huh? Now do you have a lot of friends? No, now? because because um, I reached the stage when I suddenly realised what a friend was, and then I probably had one or two. Before that, I didn't understand what a friend was anyway. Did you talk to your friends? I didn't know who they were then. Well, do you, no, no, your friends. Do so you I talk to your them? friends? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are one or two people who I believe I can talk to. You, you, that's, that's why you're your friend. They're your friends because you can talk to them. Um, I think a friend is a friend you because can communicate with them. Uh, to a certain extent, they yeah. can understand me more than anybody else. Oh well, that's well. We see, we differ. We differ. We come from two different worlds. You come from England. I come from the United States. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But I mean, we're still human beings. So there's some sort of uh, Dylan's really just. Not having it. No, I'm just 
acoustic guitar player. That's all. <coughs> Man, you're trying to knock me. Believe me, I never try to do that. I mean, what, I mean, when somebody comes into interview, you know, what's your attitude? Oh, you just read those interviews that were a couple of the first few days I was here. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those weren't right. You know, you know that, right? You know that that was all lies, L well, I lies don't know. and rubbish. I, I, you I know that. The first, the first few lines are pretty much more. Why I came here, I don't know. We regale with all this. Are you going to the concert? Yeah, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch. I mean, I, this is what well, I want. Well, this is what I came to see mostly. Okay, just listen. I came to see you, but I thought I'd like to play with you first. I mean, what is your whole attitude to life? And when you meet somebody, what is your attitude towards them? I don't well, like them. You don't? No. no. <laughs> I mean, if I, I come in here, what's your attitude towards me? No, I have no attitude towards you at all. Why should I have an attitude towards you? I don't even know you. No, but I mean, and it'd be an attitude if you wanted to know me or didn't want to know me. Well, why should I want to know you? I don't know. And that's what I'm asking. Well, I don't know, eh? <laughs> Ask me another question. <laughs> Just give me a reason why I should want to know you. Um... I might be worth knowing. Why? Why? Oh dear, Why? don't. don't. Is, I mean, isn't it uncomfortable? But actually, I'm, I'm, as I'm older, I've not seen that for about ten years, maybe. I'm, I can sort of understand Dylan's attitude a little bit. It's, I mean, it's a little bit harsh, a little bit bullying, but the um, the assumption that I, I think that it starts off with that guy kind of basically saying that um, that they've got they've got a lot in common. Can oh, they be friends? <laughs> it's that I... kind of thing. It's the t he's gone for the Tim Lovejoy. That guy's, in fact, ahead of the game. He's gone for the Tim Lovejoy um, best friend. Just chose the wrong best friend, that's all. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Someone's suggesting The Magic Christian for the film ring. It's a brilliant film. Hardly anyone's seen it, uh, but it's, uh, it's a classic. Let's just, let, let, let's just read Tim Lovejoy again, because this really is the most remarkable quote. My best friend is Mike. When I presented Soccer AM on Sky Television years ago, he phoned the show and asked if we could meet, thinking we'd have a lot in common. I was a little wary, but we hit it off immediately, and we've been best mates ever since. What? I don't have an attitude towards you. What, what do you think you could offer me? I don't... I don't know how you're reading all those other interviews. Tim Lovejoy is Bob Dylan in, in reverse. Mm -hmm. He's a negative Bob Dylan. Yes, line one. Hip, 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 goddess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, this uh, this Lovejoy and uh, Dylan thing has yeah. uh, minded me of when uh, I used to call you during the period of the Pocket Radio Show. Yes, and I said, uh, oh, yeah, you, you know, it, it coincided with a period of uh, unemployment for both of us. And I said, oh, you know, Ian, I'm unemployed in North London. You're unemployed in North London. Do you want to go for a drink sometime? And uh, can you remember what you said to me? I, I probably told you to jog on. You said. We will never be friends. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, you could couch it in something a little bit more kind. It's, no, it's no, not. I think, it, I, think, I, I, I think it's fair. It was and fair, wasn't it, Keith? Basic, yeah, yeah. You know, I understand the place it comes from. We don't want to start going to meet up. Why should I be friends with you, man? What have you got to offer me, man? You don't well, know you me. Know, I, I might have um, something worth... Uh, well, what have you got to offer me? What have you got to offer me, man? You don't know me. I'm from America. <laughs> That's not bad, Dylan, is it? That's pretty good. That's not Listen, bad. What's happened to the Pocket Radio Show? It's not on iTunes anymore. I took it down. Uh, this is a podcast I did ages and ages and ages ago when podcasts were sort of newish. Although I was not an inv innovator by any stretch of the imagination. They've been around for a while. And I was experimenting. And there was one 
where it was me just saying... Wasn't there one where it was just me saying Rufus Hound's name for, uh, like, 40 minutes straight? <laughs> do you remember that? Did I do that? Yeah. He yeah. asked me to yeah. do it. He, he, said, he said, oh, would you mention me in your podcast? So I just did 40 minutes of me going, Rufus Hound. Rufus Hound. Um, I took them down because um, I wasn't particularly proud of them and I thought they were too sweary. I thought they were quite good. There were you some know, good was, moments it was, it was in it. Sort of of the time, wasn't it? It, know, was, some, it was. It was me. It was. Um, it was me painting in public, and you seeing all the brushstrokes and stuff. And I, I, I didn't. I, I, I didn't really want that stuff out there. We're at the end of the show. I've got to go. Well, all the best. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Ta ta. Um, line two. You've got ten seconds. Hip hip hip. Thank you very much indeed. That'll do. <laughs> That's it, guys. Don't forget, we do a podcast every day. I've not been plugging the podcast enough, and we've sunk down into the 30s in the charts. Which is an outrage. Back tomorrow at 10 for a Brexit special, guys. Talk Radio. Intelligent, organic entertainment. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.